The TK. Yo, I went live like one. Yeah, you get like fucking three, three viewers. Uh, you go up to about seven. I never go <laughs> live. You go back to two. one. <laughs> I would cut this shit. People accidentally doing it. I'd be scrolling clickers while I'd be like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they mean to do that. Accidentally get on somebody live. Yeah. I don't want to watch nobody live. I only watch Andrew Carwell live. You got people that be like interested, do stupid shit. I guess that's why I watch Andrew Carwell. Who? Who? Delivered, man. Delivered. He go live every night. Sick of it. Who is that? It be so what are you funny. talking about? The delivered dude. He be talking about Andrew, um, Adrian Broner. He be that's probably Joel. He be talking about um, Adrian Broner. He talks about what else he fucking talks about. He had talked about hella people, but that's all you be on the talking about. He gonna sue him. They gonna sue him. He was sleeping with men and pastors. And that's what he said. That's what he said. Well, they came through with a clan. Where are talk? I'm gonna be sleeping with some men. Who is that? Who is that? What you doing down here? No, you gotta, you gotta, you get, you, you get checked at the door. You get checked at the door. Yeah, we always record. Jewel, why you came through giving a party? You came through giving body. What is this? What's going on? Potato salad, grilled cheese, and gumbo. Yeah. I get to finally see my friends. I have to come to your job. Hi. Oh, yes, I had a podcast. I missed you. You had went and took a push. She, I should kick the show off right now. Why it's all live and lit right now, you're finally. Don't tell nobody. What I did now. Yo. So I'm getting tired of everybody having me for me. But I be trying to be peaceful. That's cool. I don't even just, if, if, if we got beef in the facility, just make sure you got your heat. Because I'm an animal. <laughs> Man, fuck this. Yo, yo, yo. What it is, what it do. We live from Taste Lounge. And this is... Hey, hey. This is the Family Meal Podcast. Uh, you feel me? We got a special guest today. All our guests be kind of special. Um, we got the homie James Mays of the M Line. You feel me? Um, uh, he like his name. Why are you smiling? This is on fire, like. That's me. That's me. You feel me? We got James Mays. Uh, here on the podcast today, man. We're sitting over some gumbo and uh grilled cheese and potato salad. You feel me? It, that <laughs> was his favorite meal. One of them. I mean, he, he wanted some corn and rice, but <laughs> we didn't go that route. Yuck. You feel me? But, you know, we might bring that around. You know what I'm saying? We might bring the corn and rice around. Um, but I guess let's jump into it, James. No. Introduce yourself, bro. Let the people know, you know, who you are, what you got going on, what you, what you, you talk to them. Uh, man, my name James Mays. Uh, I'm the creator of a brand called M Line. Um, pretty much right now based in New Orleans, working hard to get it outside of New Orleans. Um, that's what I do for the most part. Um, but y'all gotta let me know what y'all wanna know. 
what y'all want me to say. I don't just want to give like my story without. I don't want to no, like give your take story. over the. Yeah, yes. Man, yeah, like, how yeah, when, yeah. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Y'all gotta. I'm, y'all gonna ask me some questions. I'm gonna ask y'all some questions. <laughs> no, check it no, out. No, you check gonna out. do the talking. What the fuck? No, I'm gonna do the, listen, no, I'm gonna do the talking. And y- y'all gonna ask me about this. Not the Steve Harvey show. Just try to jump in we about to put him on. No, see what I'm saying. So we about to put him. We about to put him on. That's I want to ask y'all some questions. Y'all going to ask me a question about my brand. I'm going to ask y'all some questions about y'all brand. Excuse no, me? You don't no, know no, that. No. So look, we, I just because you got with this fucking hat on. For us, no, you go no. To, you go to, you go to you SoundCloud. You think he's top man. Just because you got with this fucking hat on don't mean nothing. You, go, yeah, you don't you write nothing. Podcast app, and they're going to answer all the questions for you. You're going to hit the, you type in the Family Mill Podcast. And then they, they can even know right now. They got, look, I got I got a hundred viewers on my live right now. I really don't. It's on the full, but I'm about to say, damn, that hundred boy I got two viewers. <laughs> and triple, I'm one of. Ain't that cool? <laughs> Ask them what they want to know about you. Uh, I don't have that many people for to say for them to say what I want what they want to know. But you know, what I mean, I want y'all to ask me what y'all want to know. And then I'm going to ask y'all what so I want So listen, know. folks, when you come to the Family Mail Podcast, all we ask is that you at least listen to one episode. So we're going to call this hey, the M-Line Family Mail Podcast. We're going to call it the M-Line. No, we not. <laughs> we're going to call it the M-Line Family Mail Podcast. You know what it's going to be. Look, when we, we're going to type out Family Mail and the M going to be bigger than all the rest of the letters. Yep. No. No. And it's going to be red. Yeah. No. All right, now, but man, um... My brand is called M Lines, a full cut and sew brand. Uh, it's manufactured out in LA, California. Um, so I started, I released my brand in September 2017. Um, I've been working on it since about uh, 2014. Um, went through a bunch of trials, tribulations in the midst of like creating, creating the brand. Uh, it was on the back burner pretty much for a minute because I was like making money elsewhere but I, and my vision wasn't what it needed to be you know what I'm saying so I had went through a little brick in the road I broke my leg at the end of 2015 and at that point I couldn't like I couldn't do what I wanted to do I was doing like personal shopping um I was hustling a little bit and I couldn't do neither one of those so I pretty much ran out of money you know what I'm saying and I that made me know where I had to put my focus so my focus went, it went to my brand, but I had to move to uh, Houston to get a nine to five What? and I hadn't had a nine to five in three years. So that was like a big, a big jump. I mean, it was something that I really didn't want, want to do, but I know the brand was what I needed to be focused on. Um, and when I moved to Houston, I stayed out there for about 10 months. And I was so I got so caught up in making like some good money that I put the brand on back burner again. Hmm. And uh fast forward, uh come twenty seventeen, I had a kid so I had to move back home. But and I had a few I had a few dollars, but that wasn't enough, so I had to sell my sneaker collection. Hmm. Sold my sneaker collection for fourteen thousand. Um took that. Well, Harris took some of that. <laughs> Wait, tell me, you sold your shoes to get the money, and you went to the casino. Nah, you know when you from fourteen to twenty, I was into, it didn't work out into, like that. I was into gambling, so pretty all right. When I when I moved back home from Houston, I moved back home with eleven grand, and 
I moved back home in January, and then maybe about I sold my sneaker collection in March. But eleven grand, no job, two kids. Um, I still got bills and stuff like that. I got to pay. You know what I mean? So the eleven grand not gonna last that long. So in the midst of that, when I sold my sneaker collection, fourteen thousand cash, and I was still in the process of like not having much knowledge about designing clothes, creating a full cut and so brand. So some of that money, it didn't go to waste. It just was a lesson. You know what I'm saying? And um, like I said, I was I was in a casino, lost a little bit in the casino. Um, what you call a little bit? I don't know the exact More than half? Mm, nah, I wouldn't say that. I ain't that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know the exact number, but I lost a little bit in the casino. Some of it was on, like, knowledge that I needed to learn and not the actual, like, product. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I could have, at that time, I could have paid for, like, my product a few times over with that money, but I didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, fast forward again. And I know this is gonna like sound a little crazy, like I didn't learn my lesson, but I had uh, I got rid of my Jeep in May, so we in January. All right, January I had eleven thousand. Uh, March I sold my sneaker collection that got me fourteen thousand, and then I moved back to Houston. Right before I moved back to Houston, I got rid of my Jeep. That was another ten thousand. Still was still that wasn't enough, you know what I'm saying? Uh, how it wasn't enough, I don't know. Now it could be enough because mm-hmm. I know I got the knowledge that I need. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward, I was in Houston for another two months, and at, at that point, when I was in Houston, I was taking all my checks, I was just putting them into my brand and stuff like that. And then, um, I took a trip to LA in June at the end of June, and I was out there for like two days. And I didn't tell them what I was taking off for because they really needed us at work. And I didn't tell them what I was taking off for. But I told them, told them I was taking off. But when I got back, the day I got back, I got to work at like 7, 7 on the dot. By like 7, 10, they laid me off. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, I was just kind of lost to what I was going to do next. So I had um, I moved back home. I stayed, I stayed out there for a few more weeks, but I knew money was going to run low. So I moved back home, and then I collected uh, unemployment for like eight weeks, and I had uh, I worked on the military base for like seven weeks. So I was like double dipping, and then I was still investing, and that got me to that September where I was able to release my brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, all those I had a few bumps in the road, and I just kind of like never gave up. Yep. So what would you say was your I guess what was your initial motivation for the M line brand? Like what what where did that originally stem from if you started I guess what 2014, 2015 you said? Like yeah. what 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 birthed the M brand idea? The M line um, idea, I'm sorry. I had uh I was doing personal shopping at first. I started doing a personal shopping around uh, maybe like the end of twenty thirteen, like buying uh designer items pretty much sneakers and stuff for like ball players stuff like that um so that lasted for a little bit uh in the midst of that one of my homeboys um Kamush, boss mm-hmm. so he called me one day and he was like man i think you should start a brand 
And I was like, nah, I don't think I'm ready for that. I think I just need to like um, build my name up a little bit some kind of way, then start a brand or whatever like that. And then maybe like another year after that, I started focusing on the brand. And once I started like focusing on the brand, that's I know that's what I really wanted to do. So and once I started doing it, I found like a lot of, uh, it was interesting. I just found joy in building the brand pretty much. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's where he get he put the idea in my head. And um after that I just kinda went with it. Like I said, maybe like a year later. So what does it stand for? Like what does it mean? Alright, so the M line started it was spelled different in the beginning. It was like a M, then a uh a line going down and then the word line. It was pretty basic. So I uh, chose to like spell it out and I thought me spelling it out would be make it more versatile. So I got um I the M is come from my last name. And your last name is pretty much your family. You know what I'm saying? But everybody in your family don't have the same last name. So like my dad has a different last name, my sisters have a different last name, my brother have a different last name. And so in the brand's reference, the M is it means family. So that's the M, and I have a, another logo, which is the flower. The flower is in reference to a person, a person that comes from a flower comes from the dirt. It grows. It goes through different. Um, it goes through rain, dirt, people stepping on it. You know what I'm saying? And at the end, it's still a blossom. A person comes, starts as a seed. It grows from the bottom, and then goes through different trials and tribulations, which is the rain is in reference to the rain, and then at the end. You still could blossom, you know what I'm saying. So, the sun is the sun that helps the flower blossom is like your lessons, you know what I'm saying. So the flower is in represent representation of a person, and they come from like me coming. I'm from the Magnolia Projects, and most of my friends coming from that really didn't have like much. I wasn't fortunate, but I was. My dad, he made sure I had what I wanted to have, and. A bunch of my friends and cousins and stuff like that, they didn't. So, but there was still like some of the people that I created like some of the best times with, you know what I'm saying? So if I was to make a brand, it would be something to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty much represent them. Something that I embody. Yeah, so like anything that I do with like the flower or something like that, it's gone. Any piece that I create and it got like something with the flower on, it's gonna represent person, but in form of a flower. Good. That's pretty much it. Um, that's not it. About you should took some robot testing before you came in. Huh? You should took some robot testing. Excuse me. You. brand that had like uh meaning behind it. I ain't wanna just like be doing like dope designs. Some of my designs are gonna be like dope designs, but I wanted to create a brand that pretty much had like core values, core meanings. You know what I mean? That way if I design some I can design something off of those that meaning those meanings and those values. I'm saying it's, at the end of the day the designs are dope but they still have some type of meaning to them. You get a lot of brands that pretty much, it might be about like some crazy stuff.
some stuff that I feel like don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? They're just doing dope designs, which is not hard to sell at, but at the end of the day, that's going to last forever. Which, message to... Yeah, I want to like... So, I've created the uh, slogan for the city, and that was pretty much... Um, like a bunch of people in New Orleans, like I know a bunch of people in New Orleans, a bunch of people know me, and I feel like if I could create something to make it outside of New Orleans or take care of my family, I could motivate somebody that probably wanted to do something and they didn't have like the courage to do it, or I could give somebody something that they never seen before to give them the idea of like what they want to do, or I could create a job for somebody that wasn't, that's not mentally strong enough to go and find something that could take care of their family. You know what I'm saying? My goal is to really create a hundred plus jobs, like, you know what I'm saying? In some form, fashion, or way, whether that's um, me gaining relationships and like referring you to somebody or, you know what I mean? Helping you get a job with another company or I might can't employ you, but I, I can help you get can. a job that can take care of your family or something like that. So, uh, that's my goal, to be totally honest, to create at least 100 jobs eventually. But the term for the city is just to give, like, a motivation and mission. I mean, just give people something that they feel like, oh, I knew James. He created that. Shit, I could do it, too. Pretty much that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, my bad. Thank you, uh, you got feedback in your mic. If you can, why? All right. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got, I got a big, like, big vision for my brand. Um, I do a lot of, like, studying and pay attention to, like, brands that's already made it. I feel like they got a blueprint set for any type of business that you're in. Mm -hmm. So, and I also feel like people don't study or do their homework or pay attention to the brands that succeeded already, that's making millions and millions of dollars. There's a reason why, like, all those brands making that type of money. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I want to make that type of money. So I got to see why I should be doing this or why I should not be doing this. And in my in my field, um, you got the Ralph Lawrence, you got the Louis Vuittons, you got the um, the Sean Johns. Um, and I ain't gonna say the Sean Johns because it ain't too many people like him. Mm -hmm. There's not too many black brands that's been around for twenty something years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's still going. Um, but you got those are the type of brands that you gotta like see what you want to do. They give you a blueprint pretty much. And you got to see why they around for so long to create your brand to have that longevity. Because you could create something to sell it, but what's the sense of creating something in five years is going to vanish? Mm -hmm. But you could create, I mean, now if you got the idea to create it and in five years we're going to sell it, that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm not in it for that. I mean, but they got a price on everything. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody come comes, with the right person, you're going to let it go? Oh, facts. <laughs> I'm creative. I got a lot of ideas. So what, even if this is the sole 
this is something you created for your family. Everything is the name, all that is based around your family. You'll let it go. I feel like I'm one of the most creative people, period. And I got this you is my first idea. I already mm -hmm. got four other Can ideas coming on? behind this lined up already. So if the right number, this the this brand is the one. But if the right number, I'm about to start these other two. Buy M line. Oh, buy M line. Gotta go. I'm still gonna rep M line. I'm still gonna wear it. You can't wear it. They say you can never wear it again. I ain't wearing no more. That's sad. That's sad. <laughs> I ain't wearing it no more. <laughs> I mean, but they were saying if that's if the price is right. You know what I'm saying? Some people give you the right number to to cancel you as competition. True, true. You know what I'm saying? They true, some true. people might have enough to pay you off. You know what I mean? To cancel you as competition. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, and if it's the right number, what's the right number got to be real. You know what I mean? Because it's more sentimental nah, to me. That's you know what I was mean? asking. And like I, I, got, I got an idea for my brand to make my brand one day work from $5 million to $500 million. That's what my vision is. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like... And that's M-Line or one of the other M-Line. You know what I'm saying? So if they catch me before... I make that move that I got in my head to make. They got a 500. No, they might not be at 500 because they don't see it yet. I might not even sell it yet. Like you know what I'm saying. So if I'm making if I'm making five million, if I make five million a year, you can't give me no 20 million to buy this brand. Maybe you know what I'm saying? Years. I make that in four years, and I have more money now to invest into stuff that can make my brand bigger. Mm -hmm. So if I'm making five million a year. Shh, you gotta come with a hundred. It's nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I just think big. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I think big. I think ahead. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be one of those brands that in five years, like what M Line at? But M Line was fire. And now M Line fire is gonna be fire as long as I'm designing it. So, what brands, I guess, do you look at? For your inspiration, like what what brands keep you on your toes? I was right to say, like, with, what's your favorite brand? Yeah, I mean, outside of M Line, of course. Uh, my favorite brand of all time, or just like right now, both. My favorite brand of all time is Ralph Lauren Polo. Reason being because he created something that's never going to work. Like he, everybody buy Ralph Lauren from old white people. <laughs> To young hood dudes. You know what I'm saying? They keep, they not going to stop buying. You know what I'm saying? Unless you create something that's in competition with Ralph Lauren. But, and it's my favorite brand because of that. Not because of like what he designed. It's just because of the type of structure that's been built around that brand to make it last forever. There's a reason why them brands last forever. You know what I'm saying? My favorite brand currently, right now, is M-Line. Facts. And if it wasn't M-Line, what else? If if it wasn't M-Line, I don't think, I don't have that option right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, excuse me, but normally I would just keep it sticky with, stick to M-Line. Right now, we just, I would, that's what I would do. But I know you want me to say something else. <laughs> so, if it wasn't M line, it would be Tucci, uh, Vicio, Karoshi, Loyalty Club, uh, Cornerstone Boys, 
Um, I don't want to miss nobody. Oh, Pinye Boys, Like Sushi, uh, World Envisions, and Brands. That would be my favorite brands if it wasn't M-Line. So it would be for the city. Facts. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking like this? <laughs> But now, nah, you know, I'm like, I'm going to try to motivate whoever I can motivate. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? All those brands I just spoke of, I probably got something in my closet. If I don't, I'm coming eventually. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't buy every single piece. You know what I mean? I might not wear it every day, but I'm going to get something. You know what I'm saying? Because you just don't know how you like you'll motivate somebody. And they're from the same environment that I'm from. Might not be the same exact type of environment, but they all from here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, if we all keep at it, we all gonna get somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? They got a lot of brands that's from like um, Chicago. Chicago running it right now. Chicago running fashion right now. You know what I'm saying? All those dudes. I feel like they come from one of the most dangerous places in the world, and. Outside of Afghanistan, but they all making it for a reason. You know what I mean? Most of them had like help from Kanye, but you know what I mean, yeah. I wish I could have help from you know one of the people that I just said. I wouldn't feel no way about that, or if I could help them. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta like, at the end of the day, we gotta like stick together pretty much. It ain't about we we ain't always gotta like do collabs together or stuff like that. But if uh, if somebody asks, if somebody say, "Man, you don't have no yellow hats in," nah, I'm so loud right now, bro. But uh, Tucci got some yellow hats, or some such and such. I ain't gonna say, "Man, Polo got a yellow hat." Up. And listen, I'm not about to say nobody outside of here after I say myself before I say these dudes. We gotta stick together. We all we got. Facts. You know what I'm saying? I had a, a situation where recently, probably like two months ago. Tucci had like a big, when he had uh, the ski mask deal, mm-hmm. I, he had like a big like write-up with Nola and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And the lady asked him something about other brands. I don't know exactly what she asked him, but to sum it all up, she ended up calling my phone. You know what I'm saying? He ain't had to do that. So I just feel like it's those type of situations that you got to like make sure like you capitalize on. You know what I mean? I'm not going to never send nobody to Dillard's. Nowhere in the mall if I know one of my partners got something that they could buy. So that's just me. That's All money in, huh? All money in, no money out. Marathon continues. Sheesh. So each one of your drops, you design them like you're drawing them? You how um, they create it? I, I work on Illustrator. Mm-hmm. So I um, taught myself how to work Illustrator, how to teach myself how to work Photoshop. So that gave me the advantage to like play with all my designs, or like uh, I might design something. I might have it in one color. I could just try. I could just switch the color and keep switching the colors until I get the right design. You know what I'm saying? Um, from I designed every every piece that I ever dropped. I designed all of them. Mm-hmm. Nobody never designed nothing for me, period. You know what I'm saying? But I, I want it that way so I can learn 
everything I could learn. So when I do start working with other designers or people that other graphic designers, I could tell them like, nah, this color gonna go back, go, yeah, go better with that right. color. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Knowledge, I feel like. Pretty much. So I ain't letting nobody design nothing for me. I'm sticking to that until I feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Until you get like where I'm trying to go with it. And like in the beginning, um, I think I grew as a designer a lot, like maturity. I learned a lot. Um, getting more creative. Uh, I'm learning like what people want and what they don't want and stuff like that. So I think I'm getting better, but until I'm like more comfortable, I'm designing all my own stuff. Period. What talk us through? I guess the, the creation of a design. Like, how? What? what where did you start on a design? Like, how does James <coughs> Mays go into a new drop or a new design for a new drop? Um, pretty much, I just like try to say if I drop something on my last drop, it was like black and yellow. I try to stay away from yellow as much, even though I know like some colors are like. People always love, but I try to stay away from, I try not to do the same thing, you know what I mean? And also when I'm designing something, I like piggy off of my last design and try to come up with the next design, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I got a bunch of stuff on my computer and sometimes I go back to other designs, I mix them. I don't know, it just depends, bro. I just depend on how I'm vibing. I come up with design. I can't design nothing without listening to music. Um... So I just vibe, I vibe out, I only design from like 11 p.m. to 5 p.m., I mean 5 a.m. I stay up, and then when I'm catching, I feel like I'm catching something, I'm definitely going to stay up to at least 5 in the morning. I can't, I don't know, I try as much as I can, I can't even get on my computer during the day. I don't know why, it's just, I don't, I don't know if it's the dark, I don't know what it is. So, I don't know, it's just... I feel like designing is not hard for me. I just gotta, I'm just trying to learn the business side of it more. Like the knickknacks, um, marketing, and stuff like that. So eventually, if I could afford it, I'd get like a marketing team and stuff like that, but I can't afford it. So I'm gonna get that one day. So I'm like, I check y'all on the ground a decent amount. And Sometimes I catch you, you got teas laid down, some paint cans, this and that. Like you were part of the printing process and uh, everything like that. Yeah, so like my uh, company is in LA. And when I go out there, I go out there like maybe like once a month. And it actually like allowed me to you know, be in the, When I'm out there, it allowed me to be in the factory. Because they know like my process. They know I'm flying in. I'm not from Cali. Um, so when I come out there, they allowed me to be hands-on. Um, I might go out there with a design in my head, in my head and I might have certain colors in my head, but when I get out there, I'll just pick. I might change the whole colors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They cool. As long as they ain't started on the process, they cool with that. Um, so, like, I'll put on Instagram and stuff, I'll put, like, colors and stuff like that, and I might ask people what colors they But I'm already, like, I'm just messing around pretty mm-hmm. much. I'm already, like, decided on my colors. You know what I'm saying? So when when I'm out there, um, yeah, I pretty much do like whatever I want when I'm in a factory. So it's Cali is like really like the fashion district is fire. 
you could find anything. Um, I never made nothing outside of Cali, um, which I will eventually, but you just gotta, it's, it's set up to the point where you just walk around or you drive around and find all the fabric you want. Um, they, every, they got different companies to make everything. Um, they got different companies that make hats, buttons, zippers, um, denim, t-shirts, hoodies. It's all type of stuff, uh, accessories and all of that. So you just got to pretty much go and find whatever you want, ask questions. And that's how I wasted a lot of money. I used to be going out there and not, um, I ain't had no knowledge. So I had dealt with this one guy. He had a smaller company at first. Wasted some money with him. Um, but... I think I'm I'm smart because I like I'll pick people's brain mm-hmm. and I'll ask them for like resources, but I'm jotting that down at the, so when they give me the resources I'm jotting it down, you know what I mean to the point where eventually I know all these companies to get everything from, so I'm trying to cut the middleman out as much as possible. I ain't telling you that, but at the same time I know you're not going openly give that information. Yeah, so every yeah. time I find a new company or something like that. I like I like to play green. Like, I think that's it's a gift to being underestimated. Think so. I'll just like be. I'll just like be vulnerable and like try to ask questions. Like you know what I'm saying. But the whole while I'm just taking all of that in. You know what I'm saying to the point I get exactly what I want. Then I can do what I so want. So it's all a setup from the beginning. Kind of sorta. <laughs> Unless, you know, unless we got a good situation, a good vibe, but if your price is not affordable for me or your price is, like, super high or something like that, um, I got to figure out an alternative, you know what I mean? Or if we had, like, a if business not going right or something like that, then I just got to figure out an alternative. You your product at the cheapest price possible. Most definitely. Still with the highest quality. Right. And that's not easy. Definitely not easy. You know what I'm saying? So, no, bro. What you got in mind over here? Don't worry about me. Now, you look like you, you Don't look like worry about me. <laughs> look, can't even talk without coffee. Don't worry about me. <laughs> worry about yourself. Yeah, robot talking in the building, man. She want beef. I don't want no beef. Ah, why you keep doing that? Because they got to see who I'm talking to. I'm on live. All two of them people don't want to see me. All two of them. We got nine right now. Oh, it's lit. We're going to get to a hundred. We're going to get to a hundred. What? When? Tonight. Tonight. We're going to get to a hundred. Send out that mass text. Nah, man. Tune in right now. This this brand, bro, I ain't going to lie. It's, the, it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? It's one of the best things that ever happened in my life. You know what I mean? I got, I got actually like wake up. Every time I feel like I won't wake up, do what I got to do. I got more time to spend with my kids. Um, full-time parent. You know what I mean? I pick my son up from school four days out of the week. You know what I mean? Um, and if I, if, I compl- if I made any type of complaints, I'd be ungrateful. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just, oh, my God. I could talk all day. <laughs> I'm talking about that. I mean, it's a podcast. Are we supposed to just be talking? That's what it is. Yeah, you know. I, know, I don't want you y'all. Talk. I, don't want y'all. Well, I mean, you just. I don't want y'all. You've taken over already. Y'all so, you know what I'm saying? Family podcast today. She ain't like that. <laughs> podcast. I'm just saying. She, I don't want to drown y'all out, bro. Take, you know what I'm saying? Take over. Nigga, he fired as soon as he sat down. Huh? You got real as soon as you sat down. Like, all right, so it's, <laughs> okay. 
you guys don't know yet, but it's my show now, okay? <laughs> we like the guest hosts around this motherfucker. The guest, we guest stars or guest hosts? Which ones? Y'all the stars, man. This ain't even about <laughs> me right now. This ain't about me. Ain't about this ain't all about you. Hey, we got some fire food. Don't tell nobody. They might believe you. We got gumbo. Huh? Pull up. Y'all don't think I'm lying. You can't they don't have no gumbo on the table. First of all, they, don't, they, you are, they are gonna take your line. You don't have the shit. That's your potato salad. Grilled cheese and everybody gumbo gone. Not mine. Facts. So, this the Family Meal Podcast. So, when you see a brand in stores, like I guess, like national stores, Dillard, Sacks, Macy's, etc., where you uh. see your brand fall? Uh, <laughs> so, this is how it works. You, um, I want my brand to be in boutiques, okay. but high-end boutiques or designer boutiques. You know what I mean? Because high-end could be, that's a range of pricing. But I want my brand to be in designer boutiques. Reason being because if it had to be a department store, it would be like Saks, Barney's, Neiman's, or something like that. But I don't want to be in department stores because that make your brand more accessible. And accessible... Means it's not hard to find. Boutiques is more exclusivity. That means you gotta like go to that specific store. Um, you picking your locations on with uh, department stores. It's like I guess whatever locations they give you, they feel more fit for your brand. Mm-hmm. Then that's where it's gonna fall in. Cause you know, like if you go in like Sex, the Sex Hill might not have as much as the Sex in New York. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, if well, I do have the choice to pick, but I'm gonna try my best to pick like boutiques. What if the money right? Mm. Like with the name? You no, know, the money right. He gonna be right in Sears. <laughs> they come with that. They come with the money. I'm being they gonna be right in Sears. Right, so, like when you picking stores, you gotta pick the stores that complement your brand. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So what you trying to say about Sears? Sears don't complement my brand. That's just so rude. <laughs> That's- it's not even open no more, Pop. Sit. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, I you don't gotta, know shit. I don't so, shop this that. how it works. This how it works. If, say for instance, you got a t-shirt that costs 200 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. That t-shirt got to be in a store that has t-shirts that range from 140 to 350 mm-hmm. That way... You fall. You fall. You you want to be in a store. If your t-shirt costs two hundred bucks, you want to be in a store that people walking in there expecting to pay two hundred for a t-shirt. You don't think that's excessive? Is y'all buy two hundred dollar t-shirts? Shh, man. People buying eight hundred dollar t-shirts out here. You have an eight hundred dollar t-shirt? I don't. I wish I did, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean. What's the I'm most you spent on a t-shirt? What's the most I ever spent on a t-shirt? Yes. Eight hundred and fifty dollars. What it did? It lit up. A Givenchy you flew. T-shirt. What did it let? What did it let you do? <laughs> Look good. You changed, <laughs> you changed it to another person, like yeah. When I walked out the door, I was fresh. How many times did you wear it? Uh, probably about five. Five times, eight hundred and fifty dollars. I saw it. I only wear my brand right now. Like I said, I wear some days. I wear my partner's brands, but for the most part, I'm wearing my brand. No national, huh? Nothing national. No, at all. Nothing. Nobody. (laughs) Unless I, I'm about to, I'm about to release my denim jeans probably in like August. Once I do that, that's cutting out bottoms. So right now, I don't have no bottoms. I'm about to have shorts soon, and 
So the whole summer I'm wearing shorts. Then once I get the denim jeans, I'm I'm wearing only my brand. What about hats? Only my brand. You made oh, that? No, oh. not this one. This is no player right here. <laughs> now this I had this though. I've been had this since I was wearing other brands. Oh, so it's okay. It make it okay. It's still in my closet. <laughs> make it okay. Yeah, buying no more brands. Well, I, I don't buy. I, don't I buy had clothes. this one already. Yeah, I don't buy clothes. The only the only clothes that I buy all the way. Oh, I forgot. Came by respect. I forgot. Came by respect. Um, the only clothes that I buy is my partners downhill. If you're from New Orleans and I'm feeling it, listen, I ain't gonna, I don't buy it. If I ain't feeling it, I ain't buying it. Period. If I don't care if it's my partners or not, I'll just steal my money. I'm a support regardless. Whenever you, I feel like you done made something fire, I'm gonna buy it. If, I, if it ain't fire, I ain't buying it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a. It's, it's, I'm still supporting. If I'm if I'm telling you about their brand, I'm still supporting. I'm not saying that I'm not going to publicly say man, their brand are fire. That would be hating. But in my mind, if it's not fire, I'm not just buying. Just that particular item you ain't feel. Yeah, just that particular item. You got entitled to what you want to buy. I'm gonna take yeah. my horse to the So when you say boutiques, or if you had to go to department, Barney's, sex, whatever like that. I'm pretty sure you go with strategic methods of, I guess, like the startup and the progression throughout to get there. Or to get just, into those stores. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm not. I haven't presented presented nothing to any stores yet. Mm -hmm. That's because I wanted to like I wanted my designs to be on point. I wanted my designs to be right to be in those stores. You know what I'm saying? I want even. If my brand don't have that much that much recognition, I want the people to feel like we gotta take this in. Mm -hmm. It's fire. Like mm -hmm. everything he's sending me is fire. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't presented my brand to any uh any retailers, period. So I feel like I'll be at that point in like August. I gotta the winter time. <laughs> we have I a got, question. I got a question. Somebody <laughs> in this room wanna know, do you have anything for the plus size gentleman? Yeah. Plus size gentlemen. Yes. I go up to three X. Shorts. There you go. When I do my first pair of shorts, I'm he ready? going up to three X. He ready? <clears throat> I don't have no three X right now, sold out. But I have some this week. Huh? Fact, so week. You better get on it. Okay. Oh look, I'm too wet. Take an X away from me. Take an X away. I ain't three X. Okay. I got some. I got some. I got big partners, and they be they was on me for a long time, bro. Like a long, long time. And it wasn't. I kept putting in for it, and the fact that it's like they always keep forgetting. They always kept forgetting. No, so I was trying to go from the big ones. They'll for this is this is the do I said man, I put extra small and three X on my purchase order, and <clears throat> every time they forgetting the extra small and the three X. Mm. This the, this my last drop is the first time they got it right in the year or something. So any three X's and extra smalls, they got exclusives like first yeah, MI. Like two or three of those. So, yeah, How many two X's you got? He need to know. I two X's. How I, many? I, I got enough. That right. Not that many, but I got some. So yeah, you start saying boutiques, you make people, you make the other size people nervous. That's what I'm seeing, man. You gotta. How <laughs> yeah, you nah, I mean, but I'm saying I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cater to if my partners want, if my partners are three X and they want it, I gotta make it. You know what I'm saying? I gotta figure out some type of way to make it. 
You are so lens. For distribution, with, I mean, is that an issue with distribution? Nah, the factory like, is like different. That? It costs more. All right, so bring it down. So like the, you gotta print. Yeah, costs right? more. You gotta print. So say for instance, I got a design that's two colors. Mm-hmm. Those two colors is two screens. You know what I'm saying? So when so they that, overlay basically on the no, screen. No, so you can't. The one screen is one color. When you mm-hmm. push it, it's one color. And then you got to put the other color. Two colors, two colors can't be on one screen. Ah, I feel you. You know what I mean? So every different color you got on the design is a different screen, if it's screen print. And the sizing of the whatever your artwork is pretty much is good from a small to a 2X. So if you go 3X, you probably got to go up on the... Uh, artwork size to make it look right mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so a lot of people don't do 3x because it costs more money to do 3x hmm. you know what i'm saying and to make a 3x t-shirt costs more to make than a small than 2x mm-hmm. and if you make extra large that sizing of your artwork you might have to come down depending on the size because it might be too big for the extra small if you doing it with the same size as 3x if you're doing the so the extra anything small, that's not a X, no, a small, small to a 2X, you're gonna have to adjust the size. So right, if it's right, a small, right. you gotta bring the size down because the shirt will be too small. If no, it's a why? 3X, it's gonna be too big. So that's what that, you motivating the people to get in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you took that just now? Yes. You took that. Fuck it, you right. Save you the design of some money. Not even that, but if I got something, I'm like, damn, I really want to wear that, and they not producing. If I really want wear, guess what I'm gonna do? Yeah, that's why. That's why a lot of people don't do three X and above. You know, because it just costs. It costs more, and it's not that it's gonna hurt their pockets. It's just that uh, it might not be lucrative enough for them to make money. Yeah, because you make it, they don't buy it. Sitting there, you just got thirty three X's just sitting there, and only one big nigga to wear them. I'll be heated. Make all them shirts. Pretty much. I remember I used to wear three X's. Faithfully. I used to wear four X's. I used to wear. No, yeah, I have to, but. Uh, like, <coughs> fashion. Like is, a dress fashion too. is like changing, definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's going to always continue to change. But right now, in the next five years, it's going to be like a bunch of different black brands. You know what I'm saying? Which we had that back in. The late nineties, a little bit of early nineties, but mm-hmm. the late night it was at its high in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had uh, Rockwell, Sean John, Carl Um I want some Kanai. What's the what's the uh, the academics? The vocal? Yeah. What's the decision oh. was? G unit. The G unit. Echo was black. The shady. No, white dude. He's still popping. All right. The shady. Uh, Aftermath, whatever it's oh it was shit, you know, it did have yeah, yeah shoes, yeah. huh? When the shoes. And a lot of stuff, but it was you know, at that time the brands wasn't to me they wasn't real clothing brands. They was more so for the artists. Mm-hmm. So however hot the artist mm-hmm. was, that's how hot the brand was. You know what I'm saying? Because Sean John is different. Mm-hmm. He his brand was wasn't he never really like made himself the face of the brand. You know what I'm saying? He always tried to like uh, be different from those brands. He tried to get to the fashion week and 
mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And that's why he's still around. People still he might not be like, huh? People still wear Sean John? I don't know if they wear it like that, but it's still in the public. Yeah, store. it's still no, out. He's supposed to be trying to <laughs> remarket or rebrand I'm saying, that's or something. Longevity. Like he been it's twenty nineteen. So Sean John been out twenty plus. So he probably been around almost twenty five years. People wear Sean John. That is. Not like they fifty five years. I was no. in the airport one time and saw a Sean John store in the airport. And he probably he probably he probably wanted. Okay. The black brand that been around the longest. Oh man, I used to really like Sean John's shirts. I feel like Sean John's had like the nicest shirts for whatever. You always button up tight. It's always so weird. It's always like that. Be my Sean John's. I get my swing on. You know. It's just depends. Fashion is like it's always changing. So as a so, I guess what do you what do you think happened to the black brands? From that time, like why? This is like almost like none of them are existing except Sean John, I guess. Like because what? What, the, what do you? They, those brands were based off the artists, the artists, how hot the artists was. Who was Carl Kanai? Who was Carl Kanai? He wasn't based off of artists. He just like. I feel like black? all right. To be totally honest, I feel like a lot of these brands don't have the creativity. Mm-hmm. You got the creativity if you understand. Um, What's it called when you uh, stay relevant? When you keep reinventing? Yeah, we, these brands don't know how to reinvent themselves. You know, if they did, they'll be hip. I don't know if they hired nobody that was creative enough to keep their brand going, or but a lot of, like I said, a lot of those brands were tied tied to artists. If Nelly wasn't hot, what were we buying vocal for? If she, so if who bought people like to put on a sweatshirt? Huh? That's what too. Who bought Volcal when he was popping? People was wearing Volcal. I think Cash wore Volcal. What people do? I don't know. People was wearing Volcal. You even got truck fit. Yup. That's real. You know what I'm saying? It was popping for a minute. It's going to get some time. That shit was ugly. Based around the artist? Or is it that in today's time, I feel like people won't be so exclusive and nobody wants to be the same that now the brands that's popping whether they national, local, whatever, are the exclusive brands that's hard to get just because she, I, I was able to finesse this tea, but you couldn't get it, so I'm going to be the only person here with it. Like Supreme, Supreme hard to get. Or Bait, whatever they are, each one of them is hard to get. Um, It's part of that. I think it's part of that. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like if you make something that's fire enough, People still gonna buy some in some way form of fashion. They might not buy it to go to the big popping concert, but they might buy it to go to the day party or the you know what I'm saying, go to the club or something like that. So it just depends on what what you I don't I just think if you're making some fire stuff, you can't go nowhere. Period. That's what I think. You know what I mean? You gotta adapt. You gotta adapt to the environment. You gotta know the kids are always making everything hot, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got they the ones that got the time to be on the phones, to be um, just basically posting on Instagram, on the internet, making your stuff hot. They make the music hot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The artists that they making hot, that's who making the fashion trends. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? So if you want to stay relevant, you got to know what's going on. You got to know who your brand is, who you're trying to 
your viewers is and who you're trying to cater to to keep it going. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of the brands, they don't, a lot of designers are stuck in one way. They, they don't have, only have uh, one style of like designing. You know what I'm saying? They had this brand called, uh, it's about 2013, called Anoa. Um, they used to make a lot of like gothic tees. It was popping, like a lot of leather. This one, like leather was hot in like 2013 when Kanye was wearing the leather and stuff. He used to wear their brand. He made the, um, I don't know if you ever seen when he used to wear the tees with the Jesus on it and all of that. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what they stuck to. That was, that was the type of clothing. They didn't evolve. And then they the fade went, they went out. It went out. They didn't know how to like restructure, but they tried to restructure at the wrong time also. Cause I seen something they had was like denim, denim jeans, denim jacket, but you're not hot no more. So mm-hmm. once you can't restructure while you, when your, uh, when your wave died down, mm-hmm. you got to restructure while you hot and stay with the time. The time gonna always change. Oh, so you got to know how to restructure with the time. That's pretty much with anything, though. That's why Uncle Charles is still high. Thanks. Mm. Tomato, tomato. Huh? Nothing. Bruh. No tomato, tomato. So, like I said, um, oh, I don't feel like you're about to start interviewing us. Just now I got nervous. Thanks. You got questions? You got what's on your mind, dog? Like you I don't know, dog. I'm just talking. You know what I'm saying? You're about to attack. So what up with this shit right here? What you tell me about how you feel? God damn it! So what's the most fire like dish y'all made? That's what I think. This got to be the f- most fire. Sorry, it's not. Gumbo? It's not. It was done before. So you're like it was done before. Oh, it was. We ain't coming, so this one ain't making it. Sorry, friend. <laughs> you could have gave me that luxury. Yeah, I'm like you. You're gonna be the only heir. They got gumbo. Yeah. 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 Your sloppy seconds. Sorry, friend. So, what you think the most valuable fish I had? Oh, man. My favorite. <laughs> I couldn't tell you that. What you think? I think I had that Asian night. We did some profit program, some low main. That was good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think that, was, that was like my first episode. That was good. I think that was one of the dope ones, like, off the beat back. This, I think this was before we started asking our guests, or we had guests, asking them what they like. This was, It was kind of like us three amongst ourselves communicating. And that's kind of still how it is. We, we ask y'all, but we don't yeah. really care all the time. Uh, yeah, I know he takes me. He's like, yeah, I'm going to see what I can do about that. <laughs> <laughs> I say, when I, I say gumbo, he say, all right. See what I can do about that. <laughs> I told you the, the but, corny rice deal. I was ready for it. I was like, "Yeah, we gonna do some corny rice." Yeah, but, just to let y'all know, they asked me what my favorite ch- childhood meal was, and they was gonna make it. I said corny rice. I don't eat pork no more, so I couldn't say. Don't nobody rice. want that, Jewel. See, that's, corny that's, rice. And, and, and good thing we did. We had <laughs> corny rice with some fire chicken. You know what I'm saying? Don't but nobody he, want he that. Gumbo, my favorite. So he come through fire with a gumbo. You know what I'm saying? So we could like no lie, we corn and rice. That's what like, I do. Some fat niggas like fat niggas need M line too. <laughs> <laughs> what? It do. Everybody's everybody. for everybody. This is everybody. everybody. I'm gonna make everybody look good, B. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Our next question: What's what's y'all? What's the demographic y'all catering to? Like, what y'all? What's the 
topics y'all like catering to. Uh, See, this kind of hard to like to ask the question because we actually have a podcast that's available on multiple platforms like Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud. I mean, I, I'm gonna answer the question, <laughs> but I just gotta let you know you gotta go listen. You gotta check it out because yeah. it varies. Last week, I'm not, I'm, I'm not asking for any viewers. I'm asking for myself. And that's I'm answering you. I ain't worried about people. They don't need I mean, like you gotta listen. No, you saw your phone. You got I got an iPhone. Y'all leave me. I just can't eat. I'm just gonna leave. Oh, all right. Just like niggas. Just like niggas. Y'all could have saved us some crawfish. Really though, it just sucked all the heads. It's left. Sure. Unbelievable. That's big. All right, I quit. I ain't gonna say nothing because she always fucking attacking me. Right? They literally. Nah, my fucking. We had this discussion last week. Shit like that, you can't say. I can't tell the truth. Oh, sick of this truth. But anyway, dog. So our demographic really, it might vary, it might depend. Um, I don't know, it's tough. So last week our guest was uh, Nick. Nick. I'm trying to get his uh, job. Nick name is Nick. No man, his job. Mental health specialist. Mental health specialist. Um, So with that and then kind of the conversation will go basically wherever that person might take it, I guess, but. There was like a serious conversation where we touched on just mental mental health issues and just our community and getting into the kids and just he and T both uh, deal with the youth and deal with kids and just the educating of them and just kind of taking them, I guess, from whatever issues they may have, like with Nick in particular, whatever issues they may have, like just kind of coaching you through, like just being that, that, that anchor, I guess, so to speak, to just help you coach throughout, you know, your adolescent life and just try to make your mental as strong as possible and moving forward throughout your life. Um, but we had Jewel on, we had PD on, where PD came and talked about just her brand and just what she brings to the table on the makeup and just the, the eyelashes and stuff like that. So, I mean, it, it depends. And I guess like with her, like we make it a heavy female crowd for that type of week. Like with you, just depending on who's listening, who's looking, the demographic may switch to more of a male crowd, more of a people, I guess, our age range. You might get a little older or something like that. So we don't necessarily have, I guess, a, a real demographic as of yet, I guess. But, mm-hmm. I mean, similar to what you're doing with your clothing line, I mean, we're doing it for the city. Um, and Facts. really just for us and just for, I guess, I hate the, the cliche shit, but for the culture, realistically. Um, and we just try to have the conversations that are relevant to the culture and that we talking about shit that most people are probably talking about behind closed doors anyway. We just putting on this platform and just bringing this small conversation to a bigger space, you know? Um, and just, I guess we try to introduce the topics that mean the most to us. You know what I'm saying? Like the shit that we, like I, I find myself actually liking the podcast and I'm on a motherfucker. That's what, that's how I knew, I guess, what we have, what we're doing is, is worth anything. Because just when I sit back and just listen to some of the shit we talk about, and I still laugh like I wasn't there. I still get informed about certain things like I wasn't sitting next to the person. You know what I'm saying? So we just, I guess, we, we just we, we, we just converse. We just have a good conversation, I guess. Keep it all genuine, like I was saying. Just like make it as genuine as possible and just see where we go. And that's kind of where we are. You feel so, me? So what y'all think about... Uh, Nipsey Hussle situation. Do y'all have insight on it? Like, yeah, like we more, do see, but if no, you, saying, you if, can, if, I mean, if people see it on Instagram, but do y'all have like insight on like what he was trying to do or insight on the reason why he got killed? Well, we all don't know the reason behind it, but uh, 
our own take on it. You know what I'm saying? Are you a bigger Nipsey Hussle fan at this point? Um, I mean, I, I'll start. I was never a fan of Nipsey music. Um, I never listened to Nipsey's music at all, really. So, I mean, I'm familiar with it. Um, and when I say not listen, I don't mean like I just never turn Nipsey on. I'm not the person that's going to go bump Nipsey all day to day. Or like just be on my Nipsey. Today I'm having a Nipsey day. I never had a Nipsey day. There's certain times where I like listen here and now. But I was always intrigued with him as an individual and just him and just everything that he's doing outside of music. So for me, I paid a lot of attention to Nipsey, I guess, in the last year, I guess, really heavily from like top of last year till unfortunately, like now, realistically for me. Um, but I appreciate his thought process and I appreciate his actions and the work that he's doing and the work that he was doing, you know what I'm saying? And as far as like his work and translating what we doing, I mean, like we talked on, we touched on it last week briefly. Uh, but that shit is, is, is tough because a lot of shit that Nip was doing and that Nip was into and Nip stood for like shit that we talk about all the time, like conversations that we have and just things that we are currently just trying to put into place as far as especially going into the community and just trying to touch the youth and just trying to make all of us in our lives and just shit for us and our demographic just make that shit just a little bit better if possible. Whether it's giving the knowledge to the kids, exposing the kids, like starting somewhere and just trying to find that common place to start just... To uplift us all, you know, and just kind of get that whole ball rolling, you know what I'm saying, on that end. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, the nip shit is just tough because I think, they, I they think kill he our was kings, like, bro. I think he was like the Tupac of our time, pretty much. Yeah, they kill our you kings. You know what I'm saying? It's like we as a people, we make more money when we stick together and at peace. And they make more money when we divide it and it's violence. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But <clears throat> I think that what he was trying, it's a way, he was uh, putting it out there in a perfect way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if I just walked up to you and I was like, man, what you think about like generational wealth and buying a house and like doing this and doing that, you'd probably be like, what you talking about right now? You know what I'm saying? But if you put it in a form where we listen to every day, which is music, hip-hop music, and put it in that type of form, then we're going to take to it more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're going like, to be more attentive to it and, and stuff like that. And especially when that person put it in that form, and then he comes to do an interview and really speak and make reiterate people understand. Same you got to reiterate it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So the, just the way he was like putting it out there, it was like perfect, you know what I'm saying. I always like him. Meek Mill always talk about. Don't get me wrong; he's like real street, but lately been through what he's been going through. Those two people like they putting it in a form where you could like understand it. You know what I'm saying of what's going on and like why the reason why we set back and the stuff we don't pay attention to. Like you know what I'm saying. So I just think that. He was really like onto something, and he was more powerful than people actually thought he was. And it was like losing like Tupac of our generation. You know what I'm saying? And he was he was actually doing more than what Tupac did. You know what I mean? But I think that was also because of the times too. Definitely, because I see like he's really like in this time. Like I say, like probably the biggest person we've lost. Yeah, I don't, like 
and gets I mean, back to like, gun violence. I mean, we lose people every day, but at the same time, you know what I mean? You, when it does, when it do happen, like, the, you don't expect it to, to be nobody to have that type of influence mm-hmm. on a culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he really have a certain type of influence to make you want to, like, go buy a house. Yeah, right. you get you credit right. That is almost like, like yeah, I nigga made it. Like, he got out of here. Like, he Yeah, he back. didn't he, picture that he, oh, he did all of that without being mainstream. Right. He just became mainstream. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the, it's just like, <clears throat> we too, you get, when you influence in a culture of people to come together or to think right, you too powerful. Think about it, bro. In the world, we the we the people, we really the smartest people. You know what I'm saying? We got the most style, the most swag. We the most athletic. You know what I'm saying? We just we have the most influence. So, think about if we took all of that and came together as a people. Like we don't need when you, when you think about black dudes getting killed. Who didn't get killed by black dudes for the vast majority? Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't really hear about no white people killing and going to shoot white people. You know what I'm saying? So, and he was preaching all of that, but in a form that we actually understand. So, I think it's kind of going to be hard for other people to, like, give it the way he was giving it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to seem, because it's going to seem like you're just trying to be like Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think the rebuttal should be, so what? It should be. It should be. You know what I'm saying? But what, what I'm saying is, are people going to listen to it? Just, so, and that's, that's, that's the, that's the, the golden be. question. That's, the, that's always the golden question. That's with us. You feel me? Mm-hmm. What I appreciate, I guess, and I don't know if I can really say that especially now, but what I appreciate about just the whole Nipsey situation is right now we all in a position where we have a choice to make. Like you, the, you it, he showed us. You know what I'm saying? He showed us what we all needed to see, especially just young black men of the same fucking age range. Realistically, and it's three, four years older than me. What two years older than you? Something. You know what I'm saying? So we are essentially the same age. So what I appreciate about the whole different situation is, like, we got an opportunity to see him in action. We got to see him in motion and see some of the possibilities of, of what we could do as young black males in this country and under these situations and these settings, like what we could possibly do, the things that we could put out into the world, like positive shit, whatever. He showed us, like, he wasn't mainstream. You know what I'm saying? He was damn it by himself, but shit, we ain't, I ain't gonna be Nipsey by myself, but for me, Jace, you, we all get together, like, for we could be a Nipsey right here. And go link up with three, four more other people. And that's another Nipsey or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Then all six of us, seven of us come together. And like, you know what? We all seven of us, we could be a Nipsey. But realistically, just in a position to touch a lot more people, I guess. You know what I'm saying? We could be a lot more places at one time. So like that, to me, just gave everybody an out to say, all right, now you have no reason not to be inspired. You don't have no reason not to at least want to try to do something else. You feel me? So I just I look at that like that, you know, because the question shouldn't be like, "Oh, you think he won't? You think you're a new Nipsey?" The question should be like, "So what's your plans then?" You know what I'm saying? So what you really trying to do? How can I help? I guess you feel me. And see, I don't know. Like you said, to be a new Nipsey or this or that. Like, should it really be to be a new Nipsey, or should it really be like 
to like do what's right for us as a people right. or to like, like I'm saying there's I'm saying there's are people gonna take it so say for instance if I've been rapping so like street and gangster and all of that shooting and killing and all of this for so long you know what I'm saying and I now I start rapping about uh generational wealth and that uh, with Jay-Z did property and stuff like that didn't Jay do that in the sense? he did but he did that with age though I mean, but, but, you can't, but you can't expect for Kodak Black, fucked up to say him, but you can't expect for Kodak Black to talk about generational wealth. His mind not there yet. Like, mama, he's still a child. I mean, but when Jigga dropped the 9-6, you're not going to tell me that he wasn't preaching the exact same thing first album that he is now. In a different way. Because the times change. I feel all right. I'll take. I that. mean, he changed. You gotta digest Listen, that when shit. he changed, he changed with age, and now he's like, he's in a different situation than he was from back when. Like, you sure know that. what I'm saying? Now it's family, kids, whatever. You gotta. It's a different approach you gotta take. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like nobody not gonna listen to it, but at the same time, it's like I don't know. Us as listeners, we like real. I don't know. We don't. We listen to certain stuff, like you know what I'm saying. Now it took for him to pass for everybody to be bumping this shit all day, and I'm one of them. Nah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I that's, to it that's, be, be and that's different from me. I've been listening to Nipsey since 2010, so yeah, I was on a Crenshaw deal hard. You know what I'm like, saying. I give victory level. Music is. Hard, I just love music, so it'll be people who bring up and be like, oh, "I didn't even know you knew it." Like I just love music, yeah, but freaks. shout out to Megan. Um. <laughs> I feel like if somebody goes from rapping whatever to rapping about something different, I don't feel why I don't understand why people should have a problem with that because that's inspiration. That's damn. I was out here telling you, telling this little kid to go pick up X, Y, and Z, and I saw this man get killed in the street, and it opened up so many doors and showed me stuff that I didn't even know that he was doing. Because if he wouldn't have got killed, more than fifty percent of the people would never be talking about him. Would never be listening to him. All of the stuff that he, nobody knew he was doing any of these things except for a select few people who really was listening to him, really was following him. So other than that, it wouldn't be talked about. So if you look at, it's a lot of people that was doing a lot of stuff. And then when Martin Luther King got killed, it was like, damn, I need to stand up for my community. And it changed them. So I don't feel like any other way in life I can be changed, but I can't be changed in what I'm rapping about. Uh, like you know my music, I can't go from. You gotta be held to that same. Yeah, I don't like. I don't really understand that because I am a big thing with people growing musically. I that's why I don't listen to Rick Ross. I don't like. It's the same shit. He's talking about the from Port of Miami. He's still talking about the same shit, and he not doing that. And yeah, he got club bangers, and I go in the club and I hit, but. It won't be, I won't really sit in my car and be like, I'm going to throw on that Rick. Rick Ross can rap for real, for real. But that's not what he's showing me. He's, he's talking about. You're talking about the content. Yeah, I'm talking about lyrics. Yeah, I'm talking about, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about the content. Ain't no way wordplay and all that. Yes, you have people who are lyricists. And you, when you break down that wordplay, they're still talking about the same shit. So. You don't listen to Lil Wayne? Hmm? You don't listen to Lil Wayne? Not like that. I, mean, I really, I really don't. Rapping about the same thing for twenty. Yes, years. yeah, but he got bangers. Like, that's a, I'm not taking away now, now from. You kind of digging it. But listen, I'm not take. I'm, I'm saying when I get in my car, I'm not gonna just throw on Wayne. 
I'm not going to just no, throw I, on Rick no, Ross. But I'm not disputing I, because I give people their props. They have longevity and people like that. That's what people like to listen to. Me personally, I'm not getting in my car and I'm not I'm not putting it on. So who you listen to that have grown or have they have lyrical content has matured with their like it's supposed to? Because it's only a few. I listen to the same people over and over. I'm telling you, I listen to people. I listen to Kendrick. I listen to Kendrick. I listen to a lot of R and B. I listen. No, I listen to the same. I listen to a lot of old shit. I listen to pop. I don't really listen. The shit, the music. Listen, the music. J Cole or Jay Z. And the music is so fucking trash that I really like. I don't listen to my radio. I listen. I will go put on the same shit. Y'all not go to see this every Tuesday. That's legit. The shit I be listening to. Nah, I'll be honest. Me personally listening to on a regular, it's like J. Cole, Kanye, um, like. Well, we don't go get into like, yay. I'll be on my R and B. That's where I'm at with it, just cause shit's so trash and like it go back to like what you were saying earlier, like with the kids, where they influence so much. Like I sit here and I talk to like Damon, and like we'll talk about different shit, and it's just like listening to him. He like, no, I don't want to hear that shit. Like I ain't. I'm trying to listen to some killing, some this, some yeah. that. And I'm like, so regardless, like, if you're an artist that's talking about that shit and you switch up, nine times out of ten, niggas gonna stop listening to you. Just because, nigga, I was listening to that's you because you were talking about that, this, that's this shit. So then it's like, you not, like, alright. It's gonna be hard to make change. Change is gonna happen, but it's gonna be hard to make change because the top influence is hip-hop music, right? Mm-hmm. So when a new artist comes into the game. What he, what is he rapping about? His struggles. Mm-hmm. Him shooting this, him doing that, him and his partner smoking this, doing that. That's what the new. That's what every new artist pretty much is thinking about, unless they like super different. Like you know what I mean. But for the most part, that's what the new artist is rapping about. That's what it's every coming, artist is pretty much rapping about. Okay, and the influence is coming from hip hop music. Mm-hmm. So what you think is gonna happen? When all the kids are, like I said, the kids are making who's hot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so what you think the kids going to feel like, you know, they're going to want to do when they're listening to the music. So how, how if everybody not rapping on the, on the, um, on the level to make you want to do something positive, how could it, it be in a change when hip hop is the top of films? You got to just, I feel like you, you just got to be it. You got to be, that's like with. Lupe and like I feel like Lupe, they were he was when he came out and we were in high school and shit it was kind of like oh all right and people was really listening to that like I feel like you have to it's always gonna be one out of a thousand it's gonna be a thousand little babies it's gonna be a thousand dub babies it's gonna be a thousand NBA young but whatever that nigga name is it's gonna be a, a lot of them but if you have that one person where people will continually listen to listen to I feel like it opens the door for more people. Nah, I respect that. And I'm like, you don't even get that person ever so often. Like, right now, we got Kendrick and Cole. Like, so realistically, I don't see too many more of them coming. Just because, like, you go back to Lupe. I see Kendrick and Cole, like, lasting. Like, fuck. But Lupe, you know, also Lupe starts saying some shit and people wasn't fucking with it. So a lot of what happened to him, his demise, had to be with lip talking. So that's why, so niggas ain't fucking with Yeh now? Well, I'm, we ain't going to get into that because yeah, it's close to my heart. So I'm always fuck with yeah. I'm sorry, people could. That's one. I'm going to ride and die with that nigga. Speaking of Kanye, 
I think that man, fuck Kanye West. <laughs> no, you're not. Are you going? Listen, 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 I'm riding it. Damn. Feel me out. Feel me out. Feel me out. I think that Kanye has. I think he's on to something. I don't know what he's on to, but I think he's on to something. You know how? I think he's sacrificing. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like he's sacrificing himself for the greater of. Us. That's in the back of my mind. You know what I'm saying? So think about this. Think, oh, so. think about it. Look. All right. So you know how he said something about him running for president. Everybody mm-hmm. starts saying Kanye 2020, whatever. Do you ever think his chances of ever getting so close or getting some type of informative information so close to the president, you think he could do that by being on our side? Like no. showing that he's on our side? No. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt in my heart that he's sacrificing himself for the greater of the black community. But I don't know. I just feel that way. Because it's everything he's he was doing is too blatant. Like, you know what I'm saying? He like we got a president that's being openly racist and you supporting that. You know what I'm saying? That's too blatant. So I feel like so in your his, mind, you feel like he has he's gonna do that to vision. appeal to his audience to get his audience to back. Then to, at the end of the day, when it come around, we still gonna support him. So like now he got both worlds. When we get when we actually see what his vision was at the end, so now it's not gonna be the same as it was before because of like the way he's gone about things. But I think he's thinking in order for me to get. To the top of in the inside, mm-hmm. I gotta act of a certain way, and once I get there, I can help my people out. Hmm. But why I don't, I don't that, know if nobody's thinking and looking why at me. Why does that though. cool That's mentality what... have to exist, though? Huh? Why that cool mentality gotta exist? I don't why think that at all. Say... I think what Kanye I... has mental health issues right. that he right. has not properly gotten taken care of, or working towards, and oh all God. of this God. stuff God. just started God. happening. Because listen. If that's what's going on, I would love, I would, I would love it because I fuss with people almost every day about Kanye. That's one person that I don't really know what he could do, and I would give him up. And I feel contradictory when I say that because a lot of people, I'll be like, man, we ain't messing with that nigga. No, like I don't know. It's just he got me through a lot musically. He just got like Katrina registration that. It got me through a lot. So he, that's my childhood. That's the first, Confessions was the first fucking tour I went to and he was the opening act. And ain't nobody know no words up in there. Like he, he, for me, like he's, he's, that's my guy. So I would hope, I would hope that that is it. But I just really don't think, I think he, he got problems. He's, I I think that he's more so like, He's a um, he's a visionary, like you know what I'm saying, and he's just trying to change like culture and stuff. He's 19 years old, 18, 19. He came out in 04. Something like that. It just had an anniversary. Yeah, but it wasn't 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, I be trying to give people the benefit of the doubt. I always think most on the positive side. You know what I'm saying? So I try to like justify shit sometimes. You can't. I know. I get what you're saying. I know you're gonna be like, man, look, the nigga, man. Sometimes there's really no justification, and well, I just—it's just really—it's right. no justification for the shit that he is doing. Like, I don't believe in 
a sell my soul mentality to try to, you know, get, get, get what we, what we want. And it sounds crazy because I do know in life when there's certain goals you're trying to obtain, you do have to make certain sacrifices. Mm -hmm. But to have the influence of what you have, if you had the same amount of black people backing you, I don't feel like you need to go run in the White House to try to get his mm -hmm. approval. Look at Barack Obama. True. Like, he, he, black people voted. You, that's how that man got put in. I would, I would even say, say look at Jigga, though. If that's the case, like, look at Ho, bro. You can't tell me. Beyonce, oh no, you can't tell me Beyonce didn't run for president. Yeah, she went and went. Bases, either way it goes. She went win. Like the beehive is not a black fucking first. hive. You feel me? You gotta me? get up there. That's what I'm saying. You gotta be able but to you gotta get look up at it from yeah, But you gotta look at it from yeah standpoint. He couldn't do that. He can't do what Barack Obama did. Listen, to, like, listen it's two listen. totally, totally different people. Like, Why could he not? Because he can't. Like, Why not? All right, Kanye, go to it's the cooling out. Why, why is he not? That's because why. that's how I feel too. I feel like he's just setting out because he's a very intelligent man. Yeah, so I don't understand agree. on how he couldn't. Because for one, in my mind, he's a rapper. Then on top of that, before the cooning out, all of that happened, you need you need like other people to support you. So you got so many. People that's not gonna support him. Like, yeah, he probably got the full black community at that point, but he don't have like what he needs to become a president. You ever been to his show? Yeah, you seen all the white people running? Oh, yeah, I've been. You see all the people that buy shoes? Definitely. You don't think they gonna vote for him? People buy shoes because it's hype. You don't think they gonna vote for him? No. Okay. I no. think if he eliminated, if he was to okay. admit, hey, listen, if he, bro, never even if he got the chance, I'm saying, I'm saying, if even if he got the opportunity or the chance to run for president, you know how big that is on the black community. Yeah, that's big. Like, to I, mean, become, I just to feel like people around. listen. Just, I just feel like if you got people that's at the upper echelon like him that don't feel that that feels the need to have to go do X, Y, and Z because I'm not gonna make it, then that leaves us that ain't got no uh, near his status, know what he's doing. That leaves us in the fucking dirt to have no hope. Because if I know if I'm making that type of money and I know the influence that I got, I'm gonna make it happen. I'm, I'm going to win it. I respect him. I'd have voted for him regardless, just because he is. And that's how I feel. Other people gonna have the same thing. That's what I'm saying. I don't really feel but like I, he. I, I that was something that he needed to go and do. New Kanye, old Kanye. I, well, we're not having a discussion about that type of Kanye because I'm all with you. I was gonna vote for him regardless too. But what I'm saying is, I don't feel like you have to go play the fiddle to go get something. Which like what you want? Cause then what you gonna do after you then nosied up with all these people, scratched all their backs? No, you didn't win. You won. Let's say he won, you right? The switch. You only get one turn. The way he did it, right? Let's say he won. He win. You in the White House? You think they gonna let you go in there and say, "Hi, I was just playing, y'all." Now I gotta do everything for my black people. No. Yeah, you're right. Same. You gonna have to say something to them. Same you gonna have to do Obama something for them. Same issue, Barack Obama. That's what I'm saying. You gonna have to know, mosey up some. You I think they just slapped us in the face, really? After we got a, we got a black president two terms and slap. Okay, y'all think that was something we gonna slap out in the face of this race? And style. I can't see that because I, I I just feel like like with that situation, I feel like I look at too many of quote unquote his people. That like ain't fucking with him, so it's just like nah. I, I can't agree with 
it was a slap in the face. At the end of the day, I feel like it was, you had so many people that, I guess, didn't like Barack Obama. Then you had so many people that was tired of the quote-unquote, like, systematic political agenda that they wanted somebody that wasn't a politician. politician that was more so like a regular person that they can feel like that would be able to relate to them which i don't know why they pick him i would rather a politician definitely with the the space where america was at that time and look at how the shit shifted just from right when he started to run to now when you really get to see him show his true colors it's kind of one of the situations where like i was under the now when you, I wanted to now when you say Trump. when you say true colors what you mean he started to show his true colors because he's always showed his true colors and when i say true colors and that's probably the wrong terminology to use in this case but when i say true colors it's like fucking ice machine man. <laughs> bitch just why the fuck you just cut him on like that guys that's old for the move. but anyway i'm thinking when i say true colors i'm, I'm more so i guess all right. So when Trump first started the whole election process or whatever, in my mind, and we all are aware, we have all always been aware of Donald Trump and who he is as a person, as a billionaire, billionaire, whatever. We all have looked at that in a certain way. Mac Miller had a song called Donald Trump. I redid that song. So it's like it's a bunch of Donald Trump shit. So Donald Trump, in the hip hop community especially, but in America, I guess. Ray have it. Donald Trump song, one of my favorite songs. Right, it's just one of the, that name or like that person in particular is like when you hear that, you hear, you think, man, you think riches, you think the good life, you think some shit like that, whatever. So in him campaigning at first, I'm looking at him like, Shh, all right, it's something different. This is me as like a politically inclined mind or whatever. Um, I'm looking at him like, all right, I, that might be a good shift. So I totally understood the facade or whatever you want to call that, which was Donald Trump running for election. You feel me? So I get to see why people fell in love with him. Again, like he is not a politician. He's he's a regular person. He's somebody who we can relate to and he knows business. So if you know business and you know politics in this country, you know that politics in this country, you know that this country is a big ass business. <laughs> he knows so business. when you get a Donald Trump, <laughs> if you're thinking along those lines, and I'm speaking personally, if you're thinking along those lines of businessman or whatever, you're like, hmm, that might be a good person to fit what this country needs moving forward. You know what I'm saying? So like just from the business standpoint, from just the not being a politician, just something different. Like when you add up all these things, like he seems like a really, really good fucking candidate. So on paper, you're a really good, a really good candidate. So you win the election because on paper, you are people like me, a black 20, whatever your male. Like I'm looking at you as a potential candidate. Like I vote for you. You feel me? So when you translate that into- And all the people that voted for him, black people, Still blows my fucking mind. Wait, continue. Because once he got closer to the actual election, he really started to expose his hand. He was mm-hmm. already exposed. You know what I'm saying? But the closer he got, the more and more he exposed himself. So if he running for two years, the first year I was in, year and a half I'm kind of like, all right. After that, the that last six month stretch of my like, ah, fuck him saying what I feel about Kanye. But there's so many people who never had that shift or who didn't pay that much attention or whatever. So he's our president now. You know what I'm saying? But what happened, like I said, like you appear to be this. And we all looking at you here. You know what I'm saying? But when it all boils down to it, like the person who you really are is a nigga that's standing over there. You feel me? You're a totally different person with not necessarily like totally different, but what we thought was this or what we thought was you turned out not to be the truth. Hmm. And we looking at him now like, God damn, like we all been bamboozled when hmm. we haven't. Because he showed us in enough time where he didn't have to be the president. But 
the people who aren't us and who don't look like us, who don't necessarily think to the extent in which we think about things like this, they don't look like us. You feel me? They look like him. So what happens is it's like, oh, now we gonna stick with our people, we gonna ride our people, whatever, whatever, and then he fucks them too. So now it's just this big ass fucking situation hmm. of, damn, like what what did we do? And then like fuck, okay, now what do we do? You know what I'm saying? So like I like I say like he showed his true colors or whatever. Like after the fact, even though he's always been himself, but you get people like him in them spaces, man. It, it, it seems right, and I feel like that's what uh, Kanye would be. Like Kanye would be some shit like it might seem right. But I think Kanye burned and Kanye mm. burned a hell of a lot faster than Trump did. But I don't know, man. Mm. <laughs> uh, like an evil smile with Kanye, his teeth. Kanye, Jesus stuff. Are he a genius yeah. stuff? I'm gonna talk about that. I'm still on um, what he talked about. Closest thing to Einstein. I don't disagree. He's a he's a fucking genius, and that's why he, that's why he upsets me. He's too smart for the stuff that he does, and he is. Going to single handedly ruin his whole legacy. Hmm. That's how I feel about a lot of kids, though. Let's go back to no, because we got to get on to Donald Trump. Say she won't bring that up. You just going to vote for him? Initially, like early on. And not even saying, like, I've always been into politics. And election time is kind of when I've always paid the most attention to politics. Um, my whole childhood, I really used to only watch CNN. Like, I watched CNN and like some Harry Potter shit, but I was <laughs> real life into politics. Like I could tell you every politician in every state, whatever, whatever. I, I was fully aware of everything that was going on in politics at one point in time. I broke away from it extremely, but for me personally, just with my feelings and my insight and just my previous knowledge on politics and just how into the shit I was, just analyzing candidates, especially in comparison to who was impaired, like you sitting him next to Hillary, and I'm going track record, politician versus whatever, I made my choices. You know what I'm saying? But even then, it got to the point for me, it was like, I can't do neither of these people. Like, moving forward, I, with my background and my knowledge and whatever, I'm sure I couldn't personally vote for neither one of these people. So Trump, yeah, of course. Off rip, when it first came about, just me and everything I thought and thought that I had known about him, previously or prior to him actually running of course i, I gave him a, a, an honest shot as fuck i would hope we would do anybody who wants to lead our country if you make it to a certain point i mean you gotta <laughs> you gotta give you gotta at least listen you know what i'm saying you gotta at least listen and i i, I at least try to be that fair i'm not doing it I'm keep it quiet i'm not I, into I, politics I even i'm not to, but, i'm not listening again, you listen to kanye i'm not listening you listen to kanye i ain't listening do you I ain't listening. When Kanye start talking about okay. that shit. I'm in the politics. You know, I have a degree in political science. So, yeah, I just, politics I is my thing. I gotta fuck with you. So, like, nah. But yeah, like, I, again, and it got to that point where it's like, oh, I can't fuck with this dude. I can't fuck with her neither. I don't know what's about to happen in this, in this, in this country or the world. I don't know. It's one of the reasons you he won. I served two evils. It was four reasons that he won. I'm gonna write a paper on it. The four reasons that he no, won. No, nah, yeah. That'll be a hell of a conversation, though. Because watching all that shit transpire, like, uh, this is about to happen, like this, this, and this, and you can just tell. And it's just nasty and it's ugly. And then you, you get to today, and you're like, yep, that's exactly what it looked like it would have been, except this. So, like, that, it, that's just tough. That shit crazy. And the scary part is, he gonna win again. Shit, no. 
it's that's what I thought. What you want to put on it? That's that's what I, I, I thought heavily about that. Like I, I felt heavily, I felt really really strongly on that cinnamon for a while. But now I'm, it's harder for me to feel like that. These days, like okay. as this year progresses, I'm, I'm gonna see what happens. It's gonna take something really really major for him to get it on a clean slate. But I don't think he's gonna get it like that. I think okay. it's gonna be really really complicated. Now he's making it more and more complicated for himself now, moving forward. I don't believe that. Uh, it ain't no. This is this will be the determining factor in my mind. They're not gonna have any strong enough candidates that the people will be willing to back. I don't think the people are gonna want to back anybody new. I don't see anybody in this lineup I, coming up that this, the people are gonna want to back. Just listen to me. It don't matter what you do. I. He's gonna win again. Nah, they got. I think they got people under his own party he, that's like he, at this point willing to run against him that's strong enough to beat him. Like, he, and that's unheard of for your own party. We'll talk. We'll talk about this next year in November. I bet. We'll make sure we we gonna shoot on a Tuesday. We ain't gonna shoot on a Monday. Why the elections happening? That's so a big lit. They probably shooting in the so streets. we could talk about it. I don't think James comfortable with uh, politics. Nah, I just man. don't. I'm, I'm not really <laughs> into politics <laughs> like that. You Got know what I'm saying? Ass, but I don't, I don't really like to speak on stuff I don't really know much about. I don't read into politics like that. I feel, that. I feel like we're gonna we gonna do whatever we're gonna do and it's still gonna be the same way. So I just it's too much for me to read into. I'd rather read into like some realistic stuff. I mean fuck, I guess. But see that's the ideology that everybody has, a lot of people. And that's and why a lot of people didn't, didn't vote. But I always take, for instance, like with Hillary, a big thing with why people didn't want to vote for her is because of the prison thing that happened with Bill Clinton, that, that administration, yeah. all of that. Yeah. People like, no, she, you know, she's sending black, she the reason the black men in prison, and blah, 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 this and that. Okay. Well, Yes. But also, when it was time for, to vote for these people, that was our parents that voted for them. Mm-hmm. So when I vote, I always I don't even think about myself because wherever I'm at in life, I'm this is I'm already dealing with whatever I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. I have to think about my guy kids and my kids when they come in twenty years. When it's time to vote, all the stuff that's happening now that's been put in place gonna affect them. Right. It's not all right. Maybe I can't travel a little bit. Maybe you're doing this, but do you see the shit that all these people in voted for Trump and the shit that's going on with that with the education with Bessie Devos? When our kids go to college, we have to be millionaires. We have to be billionaires. Yeah. Because it ain't gonna be no loans. It ain't gonna be none of that. They cutting they cut special Olympics funds. You think if they could do that with people with disabilities, you think they care about typical kids? Fuck no. So everybody Generational woke that we I'm talking about. Listen, let's let's get the money together because you won't need to pay it. Listen, I'm gonna tell you why. Because college is like it's no, it's pretty much no need for that shit. Like, really, it's only a need if you go into college to be a lawyer, a doctor, a nurse, or something like that. Anything else you can learn that shit on YouTube. Facts. If you read, if you if you if you watch YouTube for thirty to sixty days, you'll be. More informed than going to college for four years. Facts. Okay, and Except then what about going to college to be a lawyer, a doctor, a nurse, or something like that that really deals with the body, or it really like <clears throat> you got to have the knowledge. Scientific knowledge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Anything uh-huh. else, you can watch it on YouTube for every day for 30 to 60 days, 
and be more informed than somebody going to college for four years. Okay, and then what do you do? When I mean, you, I know no, 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 what you're saying because no, you need the no, 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 no. certificate. Not, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just what, saying. What you say, this is what we're going to do with it. You go, you're 30, 60 days, do whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then what do you do when it's time to apply for that job? And the same, they, they tell people not to go be bullshit as stuff. They tell you, you need a master's. You need 10 years of experience. When you walk in there with your um resume and you got 60 days of YouTube, what you going to do? But that's why we... He mean like, realistically, like, like yeah, not in a sense of going to get a job, but like you do what he's saying. Like, so you have could, the, the, the nine times out of ten... I'm not disputing that because there's a lot of people that's been in these jobs 30 plus years and new people come in and they feel very threatened by you because they know that you know more. Mm -hmm. But they also, they don't want to give you that chance because you don't have experience. So what I'm talking about is if we do away with college, right? And then we sit and watch YouTube videos, what are we going to do when they want that experience? But it's what I'm saying. It's for you now. You, we, if we're speaking on our kids, it's for you now to create the generational wealth. That's what. That's your job right now. Like So your kids don't have to experience stuff if they don't want to. Because you created something that they can, you could pass on to them or that they could look forward to. Like You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to so get that money. This, but my kids, I'm sorry, they're going to college. Mom had to do it. So you're doing it too. That's what I'm saying. Don't think like that. You can't give. Education is key. Mama went, you so going. I don't you, care. Listen, I'm sorry, James, we got to disagree. Could, you you going. Like, how could you feel like just because you went to college, you're more educated than somebody that's not? You going. You might get, get experience. I'm talking about culturally, you society, social. You going. You going. I don't care what y'all say. My kid going. Even if it's four years, you going. I got a home. Like, close. And when I tell you my nigga smart, my nigga is smart. Like, my nigga got two degrees, minors, and everything, and my nigga can't get a job. Mm. So yeah. it's like, I'm not. That's yeah. that's not so what I'm talking well, about. Well, that is a experience. Well, that is a thing. That's what I'm telling you. You can be that smart. I understand what y'all saying. You definitely can be that smart. You can have all degrees out the ass, and if you don't have experience of years and years and years, they will not give you a job. I'm telling you, bullshit ass jobs that you only needed a high school diploma for. They'll tell you to your face, you need a master's now. But so I'm understanding what you're saying, but what I'm saying is, my kid is my. I'm not talking about on wealth because I'm gonna have that. We gonna have that. We gonna have the money. Why would you force? Listen. So why would you force your kids to go, um, get a degree when they could, you could create something for them. They could be their own boss. So why would why would you make them go to college to be to work for somebody and build it? I'm not. You could create them to make them their own. You're boss. going to college. To have the experience of your life. College was the best time of my life. So you guess what? That's what you, you that's what you going to do. So you going to do it. And we still, we going to build these businesses. We going to do all of that. We going to do that. Because I didn't have people do that for me. So, no. So you think Blue so, going to go to college? Blue Ivy? Yeah. Mm. I don't know if Blue going to go to college. She don't need to. I don't know if Blue going to go to college. Right. I mean, but that's just like Russell Simmons' kids. That she going to Harvard. She, but that's, she don't need to go. Be, listen, let that be Dead her decision. option. She have listen. Your kids gotta live their own life. You give listen, you going when we. Our, our, How my daughter gonna be a delta if she don't go? She don't. What she? Listen. What she don't want to be a delta? <laughs> <laughs> well, baby, ain't no other choice. Let me explain. I want to explain this. 
So our grandparents, right? right. So my, my grandma, both of my grandmoms, 30 days apart, they 71. So they was around when segregation was around, mm-hmm. right? So by the time they got up in age and they was able to get jobs or and stuff like that. My grandma, she worked for the post office for 30-something years, maybe 40, I don't know. So in her head, when she teach, when by the time I got older, she's teaching me, go to college, find your job, find stability. Because so they couldn't do that. Right, so we are, our age range is the golden era. Mm-hmm. Like we, exper- we experience no technology, we experience all the technology, and we understand both. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we are we now in a position to where we can create something for our kids and tell them you can be whatever you want to be. I'm you not, have, listen, college is not always the answer. I'm not, not gonna tell my I'm not gonna tell my kid you can't be whatever you want to be. I, I, what, you, you can't be whatever I'm you want to be. Listen, like I don't, you see you listening I'm to telling, but I'm telling you, we're, to we're just gonna agree to disagree because I'm gonna listen to everything you're saying. But that's not gonna change the fact that my kid you, so your you kid come up to even you a semester, mom, even if it's a semester, you, you gonna mom, go. I don't wanna go to college. We we gonna go. What you gonna go? I wanna go to the they gotta get out. We gonna go. They can't go to the middle. Let me tell you, my kids gonna have so much experience that that they gonna experience so many things in the world from going. I I believe that what made me want to go to college, my auntie always took me on a campus. I'm like, well, I'm gonna come see what that's about. If you're not exposing kids to stuff, they're not gonna want to go do it. So I'm gonna expose my kids to a lot, and they're listen, gonna want to do listen, stuff. Listen, and listen, even if like we get listen, more exposure, if my kids say I don't want to go to college, I won't go to the military. I think you get a whole lot more exposure that way. If I have a boy, he not oh, going. Girl. He not going. Why? Because he not. He not Why? going to college? Why he not he not going to the military? Oh, Why not? Because he's not. What's, what's your reason? Just because, because he's not. Because he's not. For I can't say on the podcast, but he not. <laughs> I'm sorry, he not going. <laughs> anyway. Well you have listen, I'm gonna tell you, I got two kids, right? You have to give your kids when they, my kids are not old yet. I got a six year old, I got a two year old. You got to get, when they get older, you can't be stuck in the same mindset that your parents put you in. You got to feed your kids to the point that they can have their own mindset. Your child might be a genius to the point where he don't need to go to college. He can create his own business at 18. What you going to tell him then? We going to create the business. You going to go to college for a semester. You going to try it out. What if that fuck is business up in nine business? You been, stuck, you, you been stuck in your own ways. This is what I'm saying. No, I'm you not. I'm listening to what you're saying. You know what you're doing. Do what I'm telling you. Know you know you know you know can say until you blue in the face. You can say until you blue in your face. You could, and it's not. Only, in my family, only four people got degrees. So it's not. It's not a family thing. They going to make you proud if they just went to college for one semester. You can't tell me that. If you go, you're going to go try it out. You're going to go try it out. If you come and you tell me, you know what, mom? This is not it for me. This really, like, I went and I experienced so, it, and, and this is not it. This kid not going to even tell you that until almost two years later because you ended up having so much fun just being around your peers. But you didn't waste it two but, years of your time. Like, that, you know but, that's what, <laughs> but that's what that it's about. Definitely. And but that's what it's about. We are all about these And on top of that, they're not going to come tell you nothing because it's going to be like, and I gotta do this to make my mama proud. Like my mama really want me to go to. But college. if you just told me that my child has a business and they're going right, I'm not so we gonna keep working on that business. Don't sound we, like you giving them the opportunity. We're gonna be working on that business. You working on that business? How can you work school on that business, business when, like, if I gotta go to, like, all right, boom. Let's say their business, whatever their business is, and their business call them to go to China for a month, but they in school. 
she, I, 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 I'm gonna miss this. Like, so my whole business, like, this might be their chance to. This might be their chance to get in fucking Dillard's and blow the fuck up. But, damn, mama want me to go to college. I'm gonna have to. This guy, so, I can't. I that's, the same way as, that's the same way as creating a workaholic. If my child is 18 and you you gotta work, you got I got this business, so I can't do nothing else. I gotta go to this business. No, 18 to 22 is the best time of your life. So why why would you not? Knowledge? Why would you not want your kid so to he go? Can't have his, he can't have this business and just like, all right. So what I'm grasping, the time of your life, he can't be 18, have this business, and live in New Orleans. You'd be like. She, I'm about to just go finesse on southeastern campus, southern campus. Like, I'm going to just go party at all these campuses. I'm still getting the time of my life because I don't want pledge. That shit for the birds. So, I can't just go have fun. That's the time. It don't really, That's it time. It don't really matter what you tell me. This, this is how I think. I'm thinking, like, I got to build something for when my kids get older because they might not be as strong as I am. They might not be as smart as I am. They might not be the person that I am are better. You get what I'm saying? I don't know. I hope that they are better than what I am. You know what I'm saying? But I also got to thank for the, what if they not? You get what I'm saying? So I'm trying to build something so that the, so when it comes that time, if college is something that they can't do or not able to do or don't want to do, you don't have to do it. Like, but you got to do something. You know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't force somebody to, they, your your kids got to be grown at a certain point. They got they got their own life to live. So why they are why they are not able to do for themselves? That's your job. So when they are able to do for themselves, which is 17, 18 and above, that's their job. They got to live for themselves. You can't take away from something that you can't make them do something that they don't want to do if it's not something that's going to harm them. Period. I, college may not just not going to college don't mean. You're not gonna be successful. I didn't say any of that. Though. I'm saying what I'm saying. I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like you are gonna force college on your kids. Give them that option. Listen, if my son wanna go, to, if I'm, I'm not giving them that option. Dollars, if my son say, "Man, I want to go to college or whatever," we go on. Go ahead. Go experience that. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell him my experiences that it was one of the best experiences I ever had. But if you want to go, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. But you're gonna do something if you definitely if you ain't going to college, you're definitely about to do something. You know what I'm saying? So. If you want to create a business, let's create a business. But you can't make them do something that they don't want to do. And they are young adults. Because that's only going to drive them away from you. Uh, Create resentment. But when did the conversation saying that my kids was coming to me? Listen to me. This is what I'm telling you. We are going to try it out for a semester. I don't really care about nothing else. Jay-Z said. How you know you don't want to go? Because I don't. How you know? Because I don't like school. How you know? Because I don't like high school. How you know? College going to be different. What's different about it? You say your kid's not going to go to college? That's rules. I'm playing devil's advocate. She's my mama. Oh, right, so right. I don't want to play. Why didn't you like school? Why you like high school? Because I don't like schoolwork. I don't like, I really don't like reading that much. I could do it, but I don't like it. Didn't you go to college? I did. You didn't like high school, right? Nope. Why you went? Because I felt like it was what you were supposed to do. It was a requirement. It was Did your mama that, make you go? No, she didn't. Oh. But now that I know, I will never put it on my kid. My kid, if, at that point in your life, you making your decision. Like, do you want to go to college? That's cool. If you don't, like, what you trying to do? Because you're going to act like, you got to do something. Yeah, you gotta we just help. <laughs> got to do something. We just agree to disagree. <laughs> what you do, like, it, but it got to be something that's, like, I guess, worth doing. 
You don't have to go to college. We just, though. We gotta, we just, <laughs> shit, no. We just agree to disagree. I'm just, education is my thing. Hey, it's big to me. Education is big to me. No, what, if you get with a, what if you have a man that has on the other token, he thinks the opposite. And y'all kid, Then I get married. Nope. Y'all, no, listen. And y'all kids. Period. <laughs> the kid is going to have characteristics of one of the parents. Or you're going to have some of each one. You know what I'm saying? What if he have that other parent's characteristics? Like what? can't do nothing about it. Yeah, I mean, he, he, might, he ain't marrying nobody like me. He might not be the, the no. college sort of thing. Never. <laughs> there you go. So far, the other there you go. Nobody I don't, like I don't, you don't have to go to college. Nope, I'm not with that nigga. Mm-hmm. That is not the father. Be open. I don't know. Shit, if my kid I make mean, it, if my kid make it at twelve and he finessing and making it, son, you made it. That's all school for us to make it. Yeah, true. As, as <laughs> son, your kid will definitely be a finesse. <laughs> Just cause you his daddy. I told you we gotta. I'm yes. sick of this shit. Jay's kid gonna be finessing. Man, Education is just different. Kid, uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I understand you more. You want the best for your kid, but the best I feel like the best for them. It's my feeling. It's whatever they want to do. Like, happiness is self-within. I'm not saying that. I would definitely want my kid to be happy. But what I'm saying is... You can't push it on me, no pop. We are going to go try it out. Right. You're going to try it out. With you, you telling them you got to try it out? You're going to try it out. That's drilling in You're going to try it out. you got to go. I don't so care. When, so what's going to happen when they start to fail? And they getting all this student debt. You going to pay that shit off? We're going to semester. I said a semester, you're not gonna get in all that debt no fucking semester. That's gonna make you in their mind just because you said you gotta try it, you gotta go, that's gonna tell them, she I gotta go to school. So it's not gonna be for one semester. Cause they gonna feel like I gotta go. My mama want me to go. I gotta make my mama proud. So I gotta go to school. I need to graduate. I need to do this. I need to do that. I'm just trying to make my mama proud. But what you gonna do anyway? What you gonna do anyway? Because y'all know I'm about to go back to school, right? Why? So what you gonna Dr. Teapot. So what you gonna do anyway? Because you about to say you gonna be like, damn, my mama is Dr. Teapot. I already which, feel like you're gonna feel which, some type of pressure which anyway. Kids feel that way. That's what I'm saying. So what's the difference? But if you get a kid that's say you get a kid that's an artistic type kid, and I mean artistic in the like the art sense, and arts, they arts. feel like I'm not going to school, I'm gonna be an artist. You gonna kill their dream by saying, Oh no, you gotta go to school. I'm never gonna kill a dream. My best friend's an artist. Right, but that that best friend didn't have to go to school to be that artist. Right? I'm never gonna kill your dream. You gonna go, baby? You guess what? Guess what? We gonna go, go to school college, school and guess what? You gonna fetch it? All right. Nah, you're an artist. Get your ass in this class. I don't want to learn about Da Vinci and all of that. Art one on one. I got my own vision. Art I ain't one-on-one. doing that shit. But you know what? We'll cross that bridge when it get to it. You talking about? Years from now. I'm trying to teach my son. <laughs> I don't have nobody to teach that to. create a small business that he could, you know what I mean, whether they're selling cookies, whether they're selling, you know what I'm saying, something we're going to create. You want to instill that hustle in him. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to make him learn how to figure out how to get some money. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't shit. Ain't nobody going to be here forever. So if I could have that longevity to see them grow, I want to put certain, like, Stuff in them, like you know, what I mean, he, it might already be in them, but at the same time, you want to help bring it out. Yeah, you know, what I mean, Definitely. it's not. Listen, bro, when people work a job, 
and you work that job for two, three years, and you get fired or you lose that job, the next day at home, you're thinking like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what am I about to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that. That's how the average person thinks because they don't. They're not thinking on how to make a dollar. They're thinking um, how to be more stable and secure to go find somebody to pay them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And not, man, I'm about to create something that's gonna make. You know what I'm saying? That's how the average person thinks. But if you can instill that inside of your kids, they're gonna be good without you. You know what I'm saying? You can bring somebody to the pond all day. You know what I'm saying? You got to teach them how to fish. They can fish for themselves. So you can, you can, you can, you can, can't make them drink. You can, you can bring somebody to the pond, but if they don't know how to fish, then they ain't gonna never eat. But if you teach your kids how to fish, they gonna eat forever. <sighs> and if they could do that, they don't need to go to college. Mm. Oh, listen, in my son is six. One by the time he make eighteen, that's twelve years. Life is gonna be. Way different from what it is now. Shit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? YouTube is one of the best teachers at this point because you're getting, you're taking classes on that and you're getting experience from all different types of people. You know, That's YouTube why like you, got a university now. Like you, you get a degree on YouTube. Up. You turn in your work via email <laughs> and you really no, getting a, 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 a degree now. This shit, bro. You ain't know that? So they could do a semester at YouTube University. Can't. You got to go sit in the class. It's not accredited. All right, so I'm going to give you this example. I'm going to give you this example. <laughs> it's not accredited. I told you that I learned how to use Illustrator and design my own graphics on my own, right? I learned that off of YouTube. What I'm doing on the computer, people are doing that for the Nikes, for the Adidas, for the, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people went to ITT Tech and whatever college they went to the to learn how to do that. You know what I'm saying? It took you know, me. They, 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 okay, can't go to ITT. Took me 30, 30 days. I learned shit off of YouTube. To really learn how to do it. Yo, yo, we gonna be sitting here to twelve o'clock. I'm telling you, y'all can keep saying what y'all want. I feel it. Everything I learned how to change tires, put and tires, change all everything off of YouTube. I can go find anything on YouTube. Be like, damn, I need to know how to do X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna go on YouTube. I'm gonna find it. It is very resourceful. Not disagreeing. Well, my dog off YouTube. Your dog is dead. Shut so. Up, man. <laughs> 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 she whipped that. Your dog is dead. All right, people. Might need to put your degree back. All right, because that's fucked up. You can't even say all right. Talk about the dog, damn it. Talk about the my dog. other dog. <laughs> that's my dog for real. Guy, wow. That was nice. Um. That was interesting. That was really kids. You don't have to go to college for everybody that's out there looking. Everybody's out there listening. You do what you want to do. You do what makes you happy, and you inspire yourself. Just because Pac says go to college, don't go to college. You are the world. Nope. Nope. Not getting edited out. Okay, cool. Oh, I gotta talk to you about that too. Not getting edited out. We're talking about a we're talking about a whole in <laughs> Hello. A whole to, thing. Reach out to the kids. That's cool. Let's keep that shit. He said that shit. He said that shit. We're not even talking about on this. We're talking about in life. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Keep that shit though. It's whole business. You can't come. Look, you can't come reason, talk to him. The reason why I'm cool. saying this because kids love me. we like a school behind as a race and we gotta figure out a way to like create businesses and well, like 
you know what I'm saying, to to even get ahead as I black mean, people. So, so we don't, even with, <clears throat> thought about this last week, even with people getting into real estate and flipping houses, that's not, you could be into real estate, but you're not creating no wealth if you're just flipping houses. You got to keep them. You got to keep them. Mm-hmm. And that's just the, that's the only way we going to ever get up as a race. Like, you know what I'm saying? All of, all of big companies, they are owned by white people. I and mean, that's because we are we are behind as a race. So that all of Fortune 500 companies or all of the top products that we use, they are owned by white people. You know what you I mean? Because know who we they're funded by, though. Huh? You know who they're they mostly funded matter, by. They nah, that, funded that, by black people. We the consumers. That matters the most. That actually we the, matters we the, the most. So I feel like what, so, what we need to be doing, I mean, for, I don't know, maybe we afford, maybe long shot, what we should be doing outside of the schooling and the learning and the whatever, we need to figure out how the fuck we spend our money with ourselves and keep it there. Cause but how we gonna spend we money about with provide, ourselves if we not creating no businesses? We have the businesses. We have to go support those motherfuckers. I, I mean, I was just saying that in reference week. to... You can clothe the motherfucker every day of the week. I, no, I, I feel like it's a two... It's, it's a two dynamic thing. Because I don't think that if a kid is highly capable, even if you, that's everything that I say, we're never going to talk about. We're going to talk about if you have a kid who is highly capable, but not business savvy, can't catch on to those principles, none of that. But you know that if they go to school, they could go and learn what it is to become business savvy. You, I don't feel like you tell that kid, don't go to college. The thing with a lot of races, what they do is, this is what they do. They attack from multiple means that's the same way as having multiple incomes they attack from different so if you have a kid that i know that damn you would do really well in college go you oh i really know so you don't go but you go learn all this other stuff but then we're gonna come together and we're gonna have this kid we're gonna have two kids we'll have one brain that's gonna be powerful as a motherfucker that's the problem that we have we don't come together and just Oh, well, I went over here, so I'm just going to stay over here. Oh, I went over there, I'm going to stay over here. These white people, that's what the fuck they do. They're going to send one person to go do something, and they're going to come back, and they're going to teach everybody. And other one, they're going to go do this. Like, they just come together, and they rise up. That is something that we have not done yet. All we want to do, I said it last week, all we fucking do is sit down and talk about it. I'm tired of talking. And I guess that that bring me to my statement earlier with the you could be a Nipsey, I could be a Nipsey, he could be a Nipsey, and we could all come together and just be one fucking Nipsey. We're going to use Nipsey as the terminology, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily saying we have to be that person or embody all those things, but realistically, if we had that mentality, that's the mentality we should have. Realistically, that's, you take your knowledge, I take my knowledge, let's come together and let's make something really great, you feel me? That one thing that we took that we made really, really great, let's get T on, let's get Jason on, let's get Adam on. Now let's take that shit that we hit with and let's take it to the next level and so on and so forth. And generationally, that's some shit that has to start with us. And I'm just today I had an epiphany. Realistically, we don't actually stop talking and start just doing. In a year, two time, our whole generation is it's, it's over for us. It's over like our window of opportunity has has expired in my mind. Could be totally wrong about that, but I look at like my little cousins and shit like around. Oh my god damn, if we don't if we can't catch them, and it's almost too late for the us to catch them, that's two generations back to back that lost a game. And you could see it happening. And there's like shit that actively is taking place right now. So I'm like, we gotta expose, we gotta team up, we gotta 
get educated, like get the knowledge, whatever, whatever, whether it's school, whether it's school or not. But I think we 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 more so gotta fucking just stop talking, come together and do shit. Like everybody should be a team. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody should be on a team. And realistically, like I said, you got a clothing line. You should be able to clothe motherfuckers all year round. Okay. I sell food on so many different levels and this nigga's crazy. But I can feed motherfuckers every day of the week. You know what I'm saying? You want to do a function. Like, you have an event. I got a space for you to do an event. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need a cameraman. You need some shit filmed. We can do that. You know what I'm mean? Like, it's, it's enough of us around. It's just a matter of us being conscious of the people who are around. The people who are doing this shit, like, you know, you will provide a quality service. I know I provide a quality service. Let's keep those standards to the max and let's move around. Like, same way you start off with, like, you go and share with fucking, you should be putting up uh, in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told him to put some shit together. Um, but it should be enough of us to, 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 to reach out amongst ourselves and each other to support. You feel me? You name all the black clothing lines in the city. You fuck with all them people. You know what I'm saying? I should be able to do the same thing. He should be able to do the same thing. And they should be able to do the same thing in regards to, like, us and you or whatever, whatever. You feel me? So, first, let's shift that mentality. Let's be open and willing to spend money and to, to share influences and to share fucking knowledge with each other. And from there, realistically, we can make power moves, whether it's large scale, small scale. We can make power moves and actually make a difference. And keep in mind that the small gains are the most important ones. Shit not going to go a fucking thousand miles off the rip. But if you could take a few steps and you're not standing in the same spot you were standing in the day before, shit, guess what? You made progress. Take advantage of that shit. Embrace that shit. And keep taking them small steps until you realize, like, hey, fuck, you out of the state now. Like, you, you done moved across you the You got to mobilize to capitalize. So, I mean, I think that's really, in my personal opinion, like one of the biggest issues, man, just... We gotta support each other. We gotta really genuinely support each other. Keep that black dollar. If we could master that shit or just get a grasp of how to control the black dollar. And we go through that as individuals. Like if you spend a day and just know like she I'm only gonna spend black today, challenge yourself there. Tomorrow, fuck it. At least try it again. You know what I'm saying? It's enough of us. I know enough of us to where I can live my life all black in New Orleans today or tomorrow if I wanted to. Just a matter of do I actually fucking want to? Do you actually fucking want to? And if you think about how realistic and how true and how good it'll be, like fuck if you do it, imagine come like people will come spend money with you because you black too. And we all just fed each other. Now we all like the family just ate last night. You know what I'm saying? We had a good fucking meal last week because we all show love. But we can make every week a really good meal. Every week a really good week because we can always show love. But we gotta make that shift. And whenever we make that shift or whenever that shift happens or starts to happen, then we'll be able to see the changes. It's going to be small shit at first, but fuck. It's, it's movement. And I don't know. I don't, I don't 20 know. years when we sitting here and my baby's in college. Bruh. We can talk about this moment. Adam, give me a time stamp on you gonna that. You're going to stop fucking with me. The year. Soon as soon as you get pregnant, you're going to stop coming around me. What? Soon as you get pregnant, you're gonna stop coming around. I'm stopping today. Bet. <laughs> Should last episode. Uh, period. So <laughs> T quit every week for like twelve weeks straight. Period. I'm out of here. You bought next door? I don't. He not there. Yeah. You bought nine. That was that was nine. Stop opening the back door. Earlier.
Who him? He's over there. No, Captain Charles. Oh, I might. I ain't going to see tomorrow, so. Yeah, my dude about to hit his. He ain't see me in two weeks, so you know. My dude about to hit his flip. What is that? Yellow partner. Who? The nigga that be in the club flipping. Close up real quick. Let's end this podcast. Talk about this shit. It was a total misunderstanding. You have to cut this off. You have to cut that out. Like the whole misunderstanding part. The one I was talking about Caesar's. Just now? Yeah. I gotta go back and cut it all out. That was only one minute. Well, I gotta cut it out. Then you say nothing. I said that. I said that. First of all, people that know that I go to Caesar's are gonna know. Well, fuck. That's on him. He need, con- he need to conduct might. himself accordingly. He might think he your dad. Man, no, he need to conduct himself accordingly. Fuck that. Nah. Last week I had to cut shit out. You seen my dad? I mean, like your big dad that being Caesar's. Ooh. That's what the man thought. That's why they almost stopped fighting. <laughs> I know you lying. For real. <laughs> so I told you earlier, I don't come here for that. I felt like Ebony from the Players Club. I just come here to dance. That's it. Bro. She said she felt. Oh, what the fuck? Why y'all hating on me? Look, I'm known in Caesar's. Man, Jane, I'm known from Caesar's. Come on, son. Uh-huh. Close us up. Yesterday at the pop up, no, people was walking up to me. <laughs> it's a one point game with three minutes left. Oh, Texas Shabby Tech in Virginia. Texas Tech, oh. Yeah. You plug the TV. All right, folks. Um, they gotta, I don't know. They got to do it. Weird. They got to do it. They're going to win. Virginia win. They're they going to win. What the fuck? Watch. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't going to listen to the podcast for real. He probably think this bitch whack. Nipsey Blue. Oh. We got beef. We're going to have a showdown. The next podcast is going to be just me and him. You and Jane? Yes, a showdown. Right, so Jane's oh, yeah, back next week. got something to do next week. He don't. Oh, you just know this man He's like? not booked. <laughs> nah, you know, he not going to LA. He not going to LA to pick out colors. He not going to LA and pick out colors. He's free. <laughs> that man probably got to go on Crenshaw. It's Lawson. He's free. <laughs> huh? Look at him. Get your ass out of here. I was trying to get his soul on. What's wrong? When you get one of them shirts, you gonna wear your ripped jeans? Okay. <laughs> I'm about to say that he, he, he came through without him today. Y'all know what's he up. with the shots. Yeah. Because it was raining outside? Oh. Working out. Working out. Yeah, yeah, man, trying to get out that three eggs. Huh? Come on, man. Yeah. I'm gonna make a motherfucking note. Never been an extra law. I'm coming in the shovel, bitch. I'm. She got like all the boutique stuff now. Make some big people. Gotta ask that motivation. I told you, that's what it is, folks. Uh, don't make them three X's, James. <laughs> okay, he about My to God, have like, M line even coming three X no more. He wants he wants some of your jeans when you drop. He got on mine right. They only going to thirty fours. Oh, they gonna be he got one of them skinny jeans. Ooh, you got 10. I ain't going to 44, huh, son? I'm get up there. I'm going to get up there. <laughs> it's going to be 10 years from now. Ooh, Finally got them 44. Like, man, a lot of fucking material, man. I'm going to pull that shit off. Finally got them, like, got them 44 for you. <laughs> fucking what? Nigga, that's 44? Nigga, that's like three pairs of mine. What you mean? That man not making no jeans for you to rip them. That'd be the hardest size to find, like a 29, 28. Come on, son. Who wore 29? Me. Right now? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, stuck buying, like, a 30, like, a 30 or a 32, and them bitches always, like, baggy or some shit, because it just don't fall right. Which, what lint you get? I get a 30. 
Especially your hips. That's for real. Funny. Like like a like a thirty thirty six thirty. Like oh, lengthwise. Lengthwise. Yeah, lengthwise. Oh, you talking about length? Lengthwise. Oh, right, so you said 29. I'm like, 29? No, what? nigga, I don't wear 29. So I'm like, I'm like, cause no, I'm like, man, you got smaller than me. What you about to do? No, I mean, like, lengthwise. And he like, yeah, 29. So what I wear. What the fuck? Like, 29. Because that's what he was saying. I'm a 29. He just said he was a 44. Yeah. So I'm like, why you keep saying how you so big? You just, just act like he's six hundred pound life. Yes, especially for big people. Like he he pre Ross Ross fit. That nigga big, but he's small at the same time. Get the fuck out of here, man! Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Man, I said 29. I'm like, how the fuck Jace put a 29 on? Shit, no, one leg. Shit, no, I hope I, I never wear a 29. Said, huh? On one leg. Huh? I don't even... Excuse me? What is this? That water yeah. That's your ringtone? Man. <laughs> Get hot. See that boy said, it ain't me. Pulled his phone out and the bitch was lighting up, making noise. I'm sick of this shit. Man. Yo, yo, yo. Uh, this um, I want to give a special shout out to the homie James Mays for coming through. Um, apparently he'll be here next week. He will. Not exactly how shirt uh, that that is. Uh, that's he really will. true. It's we'll gonna see. be like the six, uh, 106 in Park episode <laughs> when Kanye and Fifty both released their albums on the same day. I'm with it. We go. I ain't gonna let you take who you think Fifty. Hint, not me. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, she top two and she not two. That was trying to tell you. I got you. Oh, cool. That bit didn't work. I tried. Choke. Yeah, it didn't work. Um, yeah, man, I don't know what just happened. Uh, that was size twenty nine. <laughs> Folks, this was the Family Mill Podcast. Uh, say James, bro, if you go back and listen, dog, I want you to know. The episodes are pretty interesting. I don't know what happened, Steve. We'll listen we'll to listen it. To all of them. I like you know what I'm saying? Interviews and like we on YouTube too. Yeah. If you want to check out, they got one really it's funny below. one on YouTube. This beloved YouTube. Man, listen to all of them. That's what we name the episode YouTube. YouTube. I said M Tube. M Tube. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tweak that uh that logo. I'm gonna do that tonight. That's gonna be dope. You call it bitch M Tube. Name of that episode. <laughs> Get him line, ho. Get him line. Yeah. I said that. It was probably weird. <laughs> and make a miniature version of him in the computer screen with a sign that say, don't go to college. <laughs> yeah. Go go to the, when you get a chance, go to the Family Meal uh, podcast Instagram and check out some of our cover art. Get you an idea of what to expect like tomorrow evening when that art release. Because it's usually pretty... You know, yeah, to say the least. Put Jace on that too with some jeans and say 29. <laughs> 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 that boy have <laughs> that one leg in. <laughs> we turn the light skins up tonight. <laughs> Bruh, that's cool. Shout out to the light skins, man. You know. Oh, close this shit out. You been trying to do it for three Damn time. I thought it was done. Alright, y'all. Time. Uh hold your yes. hands up. Stay strong. Y'all the future. This was slash is the family mill podcast. I'll let you boy. Every box. Sugar pop.